you want the girl back alive, listen and do not talk. The drop will be made tonight, 11 p.m. The amount will be $50 million. $50 million? And who do you think you kidnapped, Chelsea Clinton? Detective James Carter loved his job just a little too much. You destroyed half a city block. That block was already messed up. And you lost a lot of evidence. Still got a little bit left. But the job got a little too dangerous. You have 29 minutes left. I got everything under control. I want to speak with my daughter. I was about to get his daughter back and you screwed it up. I would like one of my people to help. Now it's time to bring in the master. Please tell me you speak English. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I don't want no partner, I don't need no partner, and I ain't gonna never have no partner. Did Kojak have a partner? Yeah, the fat guy. Did Columbo have a partner? Look, no, 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 no. You put your own bag in the back. I'm not a sky cat. Ah, bitch boy. Oh, hell no. Don't you ever touch a black man's radio, boy. Yeah. <laughs> They're two cops with nothing in common. Do it again. Like this. Except the case. Hello. You have one more chance. They can't walk away from. Agent Carter is very passionate about finding your daughter. Which one of y'all kicked me? From New Line Cinema. The fastest hands in the East. Wow. Meet the biggest mouth in the West. Just received a threat on the building. We ask you, please exit the building. Do not panic. Get the hell out of here. There's a bomb in the building. Jackie Chan. I can't hold that anymore. Just hang on, man. I'll be right back. Oh. Chris Tucker. FBI. Take a picture. It's okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Rush hour. We can hang my crib. I will show you my hood. What the hell did you just say? Welcome back, everybody. The Jeff vs. the World presents Hood Classics. And like always, I got my man Shahid here. What is going on? Good, sir. What's going on, everybody? It's early morning. We're here to do my favorite racist buddy cop comedy. And that says a lot because we also did 48 hours. Oh, buddy. That was that was mean, though. This is seeing more, you know what I mean? Fun spirited. Wholesome bigotry is the best kind. <laughs> this one, I was like, okay, you know, I know it was a time and place, but yo, I haven't seen this movie in fucking years. And I was laughing. And I'm glad you chose this movie. I really enjoyed it. Certain things I forgot because I remember you saying last week, you know, Drew Tyler was a white man. I I remember that like, but so I'm not really thinking thinking as I watched that. Movie, I was like, oh shit, June Tyler is a white man out here just yes. moving. R- Rush Hour, 1998, starring Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, the start of the Rush Hour trilogy and probably the last, along with this and Bad Boys, the last great like buddy cop series we've gotten. We've had good ones, we haven't had any great ones really since then. Where it's kind of like everybody, like if we did a Mount Rushmore of buddy cop movies, mm-hmm. it's on it. 
I mean, it's easy to do the four. It's 48 hours, lethal weapon, and this and bad boys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, and I, it's and it says a lot where all of those demographics involves at least one black person. Mm. You and know what? three of them and three of them involve different races. Like bad boys is the only one where both people are like the same race. And I it's funny if somebody would have put Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan and said, let's put these people in a movie. Why would you like why who thought who thought of that? Like why would that uh, work? good question? Cause yeah. Like offhand, like mid nineties Jackie yeah. Chan and up and coming Chris Tucker is like, let's put them in and it's just so hot by Hollywood, kind of like a lot of the best decisions are made by accident. Well, remember that thing I seen sent you? He wasn't like they were trying to find a different combination. Mm-hmm. But I mean a lot of a lot of those movies are like that. Yeah. Like the original combinations aren't what they pick, it's basically kind of like what falls through. And it's just funny where the key to buddy cop movies is you got you got to have a nice you got to have a story that makes sense mm-hmm. more or less. It doesn't have to be a great story. It just has to be. It just doesn't have to detract from the movie. You have to have a good you know supporting cast for people to bounce off of. You got to have a, a either a charismatic villain or evil. You got to have a good villain. Somebody remember. Yeah. The most important thing is your leads have to have chemistry. Chemistry. Yes, and sir. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker have chemistry. They got more in Rush Hour two and yes, three, but it starts yes. in this one, and it's just wow, where you would not guess Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan would have any, any chemistry whatsoever. Like we know it always happens, you know, it happens in movies and stuff. But like they became like friends off this shit, like friends, friends. <laughs> so it's like, oh shit, okay, yeah, they really like hanging around each other, and they like working okay. with each other. Okay, so. Who are we talking about first? Chris Tucker, we talking about Jackie Chan. Let's talk about Jackie Chan first. Okay. So you gotta keep in mind when Jackie Chan did this, he was like mid-40s. Mm-hmm. So it's wild. It's I use it akin of like when you watch Dr. J on the Sixers, where it's still Dr. J. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's still great. He's still winning MVPs, but it's not like ABA. Super mm. Afro, Dr. J, where people talk about, oh, you didn't see Dr. J when he was young. Like, you see Dr. J now, but back in the day, before his knees start acting up, yeah, that boy had he, hops. he was God. Yeah. Like, he was basically, they talked about him like he was God. Like, the way y'all talk about how Jordan dunk, yeah, y'all need to go check out some old yeah, Dr. J Dr. shit. Dr. J was doing that in Converse. <laughs> Them Converse, we doing squats in now, because they don't give. They was, they was hooping in those. Oh, my God. You gotta think about that on them, on them hard ass. Mm-mm. It's just, it's kind of like looking at wrestling, where it's like you hear about them old WWF wrestling rings. Mm-hmm. Them shits had no gift, and they were doing power bombs. It's like yes, they used to be hooping in those. So it's wild thinking about like a lot of Hong Kong stars, but especially him. By the time they got over here, it's kind of like you getting them, but you getting like eighty five, getting like eighty percent of them. Yeah, you're not getting that much at best. But even then, ain't nobody was doing what Jackie Chan was doing over Fuck here. no. And even his 40s, it's like 80% of Jackie Chan in his mid-40s was better than 100% almost everybody else. And he was kind of like, it's an argument to be made that as, as far as like consistency and duration, worldwide, he's probably the best action star of all time. 
Because uh, he's still he's still doing it. Yes. He's been doing this since the 80s. Funny thing. My wife came in as I was watching it yesterday. She said, oh, did he have a stunt <laughs> double for this? I was like, no. I said, he was still kind of. You know no, what I mean? No. You see, you see the clips. Yeah, like he was out here still doing it, still getting hurt, and yeah. he's finally kind of stopped doing that. Yeah, he didn't stop doing until like the two till his fifties. When the healing gets slower, you kind of like, all right, let me just chill out. <laughs> and it was funny where he was notorious, kind of like, hey, who can do what I can do? Pretty like much, like a stunt double. Like, like they can't do this. Just let me do it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. You see it, like you know. He, broken ankle broken foot like he jumped 15 feet so he grabbed the ladder the ladder break he fell on his face <laughs> like this man was out here living the ec like notoriously living the ecw life because it was kind of like people want to see like i believe i can do this and people it's the whole he was doing tom cruise before tom cruise yeah yeah exactly the best way to say it, he was doing the he was doing a lot more dangerous stunts for a long time. Cause keep in mind he was doing this in Hong Kong too, where I don't think OSHA was necessarily a thing. So, <laughs> so everybody, so it's kind of like it's funny where if you was a movie hipster, you knew who Jackie Chan was mm-hmm. in the eighties. We didn't really get Jackie Chan to rumble in the Bronx in the night, like America wise. Well, yeah, I'm not talking about the tape traders. Like, yeah, I, I saw a super cop. Yeah, because my first I ain't talking about y'all. Yeah, normal folks. Exactly. You're right. You're right. Yeah, like, and I remember seeing Rumble in the Bronx, and it's just wild. Where it's like that's not in New York, but you only know that if you've never been New York. Like it, it looked like (sighs) yo. I rewatched it. I was like, what the? This ain't New York. Man, it's some bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the first. That's actually the first Jackie Chan movie I saw in the movie theater. Oh, okay. Enjoy Rumble, I actually enjoy Rumble the Bronx. Oh, it's, it's actually, a fine movie. Yeah. It's actually better than I thought of. Because my first time, like, it's, it's, I thought it was like corny, but fine. And when I rewatched when I was older, I was like, oh, this is actually a decent movie. Yeah. But like, this is this kind of got how he got his foot in the door because he was like, I want to, I try Hollywood and work in the mm-hmm. 80s. I'm a retribe. I'm a man now. I ain't going to be no villains. I'm going to be a hero. I hate that for them because I seem like a lot of them go through that. Where they try to come over here and make was like oh, it ain't go well, so I'm going. You know what I mean? I'm gonna chill out, and then they try it again later, and it's like, oh, I'm hitting now. I mean, whatever reason. A lot of things because like Chow Young Fat did the same thing, Jet Li did the same thing. It's funny how Donnie Yen did it late in the game because he came over. Like you forget every time Blade Two comes on, it's like, oh, yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> he, wasn't he wasn't this. Yeah. Like he tried it, left, became a bigger star. And then finally got his run. Hiroki Sonata, like, it's a wild thing where he's the villain of Rush Hour 3, and he don't blow up till, like, the... Ooh, yeah. He's already... He already had a whole-ass career. He was already old when Rush Hour 3 came out, and he didn't blow up here till, like, after. Like, he's a bigger star now than he was 20 years ago, which is insane. Super insane. About it. But we got... Everybody knew the action that Jackie Chan could do like in the physical comedy because he's he always calls something I'm a buster keeping with spin kicks but actual comedy American wise and it fitting in because he's basically playing a straight man to Chris Tucker mm-hmm. and it works because he's just kind of like amused and befuddled by Chris Tucker's shenanigans oh at first he annoyed <laughs> yeah. 
but plays it straight like who is this clown but I guess he got some skills and I'm gonna pretend I don't know what's going I got stuff to do I'm gonna play along pretend I don't know anything right like this this old what, what's going on and it just warms up and it's kind of like it's funny seeing the progression throughout the movies like by the time they get to part two they the homies oh yeah 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 like they the big homies and it's just wild where this movie does not work if they don't have chemistry if they don't get along and they get along a lot I don't know how because like they come from two completely different backgrounds mm-hmm. and it's like there's a you know Chris Tucker's not young but Jackie Chan is old is older like 15 years. Let me see how old Chris Tucker is. Because mm. kind of let me I guess. I'm gonna say 15 to 15 to 20. Um, 17 year difference. Oh, okay, not bad. Because yeah, I forgot. I realized Chris Tucker was in his 50s already. It was like time time flies. But Jackie Chan is kind of like he he does a lot of heavy lifting, but it doesn't seem like heavy lifting. It just seems like he's just out here being natural, and it just works. And of course, it's like. You get to see, like when you watch Jackie Chan American movies, I don't compare him to what he was doing overseas because, like, one, it's Hong Kong. Two, it's different when you get 20s and 30s. But the fact that he's doing the stuff he's doing in his 40s, it's just wild. Where it's like, you normally people don't be doing that. Also, too, this was his first actual non, what, uh, dub movie, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the language, and the funny thing is, you forget like English is not his first language, and it's not like he's speaking comfortable English here. But no. it's enough, and it actually works. And yeah. we've talked about the whole, especially watching wrestling with Shinsuke Nakamura. We talk about the whole. It's something we said about actors acting their native language mm-hmm. and being far more comfortable. And a funny thing with Jackie Chan, like if you're if you're an American, you. You still you getting eighty percent of Jackie Chan between age and the fact that he's speaking in a language that's not his. And I remember talking to Jeremy about it, like the first time he didn't pick because we was watching The Great Wall, and that's the first time I point out. I'm like, the reason why you don't like this movie is all the Chinese actors and actresses are, are speaking English also while playing these roles, and English is not their first language, and they aren't comfortable doing that, so they. Sh- they're trying to make sure they speak the language and act. It's like, I got to pretend I'm fighting a dragon and I got to speak English. Like, <laughs> Putting a lot on like, me. And it's like, we never think about that because we're Americans that speak English. Like, imagine if Daniel Craig was doing a movie, he had to learn how to speak Arabic and he pretended to be a spy. Like, that's a lot of stuff to juggle. And it's kind of like, once I told him that and he saw it, he couldn't unsee it. And it's like, yeah, you watch a lot of movies and it's kind of like, it's a reason why they get these charismatic actors and then they struggle when they come over here because it's kind of like, unless that's your native language, you're doing more work than you should normally do. And I just compared this like, somebody tried to do an accent. You know, Idris Elba, his best movies are ones where he's just playing his, his normal mm-hmm. accent. Exactly, yeah. It's like, yes, he was good in The Wire, but let him get stressed out. A little brother in it, <laughs> gonna pop, out, pop on out. You know, and it's like Jackie Chan, considering the fact that English is probably was not his first language, and he probably didn't learn it until late in the game. Mm-hmm. Did pretty good, all things considering. Truth be and told, when you watch the second film, it gets better. Yes, because I, I think he kind of figured out this whole like. Because after this, he does. It's funny. He did. He had this and Shanghai. 
Mm-hmm. It's like he came over. He was like, I found Chris Tucker. I found Owen Wilson. I'm a cook. Yeah. You can get this money. Okay. Chris Tucker. My man. Yeah. Now I know you sent me the thing about Will Smith. Right. It wouldn't work. Yeah. The moment I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I don't think it would have played well. Not that, not that Will, because even though it's funny, Will Smith has done buddy comedy movies because it's an argument to be made that Men in Black is basically a buddy cop movie. And if we look at it that way, that's that could be on. That might kick out Bad Boys. I'm on Rush War. That's oh, that's <laughs> a fight. I'm not fighting because it's kind of like you you pick a Mike you pick a Michael Jackson Prince. Like, <laughs> I I'm not fighting that. Yeah, fight. you can have it. But he has he has chemistry in those buddy cop movies, and he can he's a funny like for an actor he's very funny. You forget that he come from a sitcom sitcom background. And he could probably play off of Jackie Chan, but I don't think he's gonna be the sidekick to Jackie Chan. So then it's kind of like you having two people fight over who's the boss. And I don't like Jackie Chan energy works best if he's playing the straight man and you let him play the straight man. Like he Tom, like he basically would have to play Tommy Lee Jones to Will Smith and Men in Black. And I don't know if the energy probably would have been different. But then also it's like, is it between being funny for an actor and being a comedian? And Chris Tucker, I know people might have forgot this. It was a time he's the funniest man in Hollywood. Funniest. Basically, basically that gap between Martin Lawrence and Bernie Mac, Chris Tucker had that spot. Yeah. Like we kind of forget that. Like you forget because he does he's done a lot of dramas, kind of like you saw Dead Presidents. And it's kind of like when you transition from comedy to acting it's a lot of times it's kind of like I can't do all the humor I used to do I gotta turn it down a little bit for depending on your age range the best way to describe Chris Tucker is kind of like the best version of Kevin Hart like Kevin Hart with with street where it's like Chris Tucker could be wholesome Chris Tucker could be nice Chris Tucker could be like spunky like that but Chris Tucker could be mean also, but it's like no matter, I've never seen Chris Tucker, no matter even what evil mean is, never seen him not be likable. And that's the difference. Chris Tucker is likable. Even when he's being an asshole. Even when he's being aggravating and annoying. Because keep in mind, he got a lot. I forgot how annoying he is in this movie, but not in a bad way. It's kind of like he's just he's just on. Like He's on a hundred the entire movie. He has no damn chill. And you notice in the movie, it's like he pissing everybody off. Everybody. Not just Jackie Chan. Like nobody like we don't we gotta deal with you, but we really don't want you. Like you're just aggravating. Like everybody got that person that's just that don't have an off switch. And Chris Tucker did not, he did not have an off switch. And it worked. Like he's just nonstop. And you forget. Chris Tucker can do the action. Yeah. Somebody that doesn't have an action background, it's like, you watch these Rush Hour movies, it's kind of like, he, I never feel like he's holding back on action, like he's holding down action scenes. Like he's, you know, he's holding them back from doing what they need to do, which is like, that says a lot because it's like, he is, he is skinny man, he is skinny southern man. Can we go back to the character of Carter real quick? I know we talked about Will Smith. Mm-hmm. But the role was offered to Eddie Murphy. He turned it down to do Holy Man. Well, that was a mistake. 
Wow. Because I mean, I've seen how different how different Eddie Murphy career. I mean, Eddie Murphy's fine. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know. But it would be also that might have been. So for some reason, I can see Eddie and Jackie maybe working. Oh, it would have worked. It definitely would have worked. It'd have been different because Eddie Murphy. It'd been more like Eddie Murphy is the same age range as Jackie Chan. Mm, yeah, but Eddie Murphy will let people cook too. That's also and true. And Eddie Murphy at the point of nine is like he don't mind. I can see him doing the sidekickish role because it's kind of like yeah, he did, yeah, he did Showtime, Showtime yeah. and I Spy. Yep, He's yep. Basically doing that. It's just horrible move. It's just wow. How different would we look at Eddie Murphy if we think about the 90s as the Nutty Professor in Rush Hour? My God. It would be nothing. <laughs> Listen, man, I know a lot of people put him at the top. He really would have been like, yo. It's like, man. I, it's a funny thing. Like, it's not necessary. It's not necessary because the man had Billy Hills Cop, but it's like, yeah, we look. It's that same thing as like, you look at Sean Cobb, he did Lord of the Rings. It's like, put. Putting rims on a Bentley is like it ain't necessary, but that's nice. I that's one of those alternate universe I would have loved to see. Yeah, because it's kind of like I would have loved to see that chemistry, and it's just wild where it feel like, like it's funny. Like you don't we talk about these movies, you forget these movies are iconic, and you don't really think about it like that because I never really because I remember enjoying the movies. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I was like on Twitter that I realized it's a lot of people like me. Like I knew these movies were popular and they made a lot of money. Money, yeah. But you don't realize how popular they were until you get older. It's like everybody our age range. Like this is this is more our Beverly Hills Cop than Beverly Hills Cop. This is more our Lethal Weapon. So like Lethal Weapon came out in the eighties. That was like for our dads and uncles. Dads. Yeah, like yeah. you watch Lethal Weapon, but it's like it's different when you nine. Yeah, you just got like uh, I guess. I see things go boom. That's it. Yeah. The stuff that sticks with you more is kind of like stuff you watch for the first time in your teens and early 20s. And this is basically our wheelhouse. And it's kind of like just like James Carter, like he he funny Martin Riggs. Like this man is blunt. Like this man is a menace. How much money has he cost the police department? I got C4 here. Stop shooting. (laughs) It's just wow. Where it's like he's basically... A Michael Jackson character playing a cop. Yeah. And it's just like, it should not like, it shouldn't work. Like this movie should not work. When you like break down the pieces of it. It's because it's like Jackie Chan is the serious Hong Kong inspector. Chris Tucker is this LAPD clown guy because his dad was a cop. And it's like, it's because it's a funny thing. This is a cop movie, but it ain't a copaganda movie. Ah, <laughs> yeah, and it's like that because it's kind of hard. Like, so that's one of the thing about buddy cop movies has kind of changed. Is like you can't play it straight because how we feel about cops are a lot differently than how we used to feel. And it's kind of like the the movies that still do it. Like the most recent ones is like the Twenty One Jump Street movies. It's kind of like yeah, they cops, but we kind of play it for jokes and we kind of avoid the thorny version of police work because it's like I'm, once training day came out that whole oh cops is just bashing society stuff it's like it went out the window like if you're doing cop movies now it has to be comedies yeah because you know for the cops or it's like or it's like judge dread where it's like it's the future 
Because any other way, you're kind of looking like... People going to look aside at like, all right, yeah. whatever. Like, I still haven't watched 21 Bridges yet because I'm like, oh, you know, I know this oh, shit man, that, been, mm. But it's like, I heard it's a good movie, but I'm always, I'm kind of like, cop movies that play straight or straightish, I'm kind of like, oh, no. Because it's like, how can you really do that in this environment and be responsible with it? Because it's like, look, I still watch SVU, but I understand like, how that is a yeah i would just say troublesome is the best word to say i could easily say it's problematic but that's probably putting mildly but that's neither here nor there but your boy oh yeah you talked about june tile and i was like I, you er, you made the same mistake everybody else makes who hadn't seen this movie in a long time <laughs> what's that that ken long is june tile and not tom wilkinson no, I knew he wasn't, but I was like, who the fuck was John? And when you said it last week, I kind of remembered, but I had to see it play out because like I said it's been a long time since I've seen it. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, because it's like, because Ken Long is it's wild where it's like that damn blonde haircut and him in a wig, him <laughs> with the, dressed like a cook with the Uzi. It's like, we have seen that picture so many times. It's funny. He's he not even in the movie that much. I know. That yeah. role is iconic. Like, it's the damn look. <laughs> and it's just wild where it's like, everybody see that and it's like, oh, yes, yeah, June Tile. Then the movie's kind of like, you thinking it's Lee Toward that. It's like, no, this is Rush Hour. It's all like, they say Rush Hour too. It's always a white man behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch them Brits. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, it's, and it's just funny where, yes, Tom Wilkinson, my man. Dark from Batman Begins. Like if it's funny, like Tom Wilkinson. If you need a if you need a British man that's your boss that you can trust, you get him. If you need a corrupt British man that's your boss that you shouldn't trust, you get him too. And he can play both. He can play both roles. Because I hadn't, you know, I hadn't seen this. It's funny where if you hadn't seen the wild, you forget that Tom Wilkinson is the villain until like you start watching. He's there in the beginning. It's like, oh yeah, he come back later. <laughs> the whole that whole oh like never trust a British man that's invisible. The Chinese Chinese people don't. Like so I said, this motherfucker, I built this. <laughs> he took it from me. Oh boy, it's out here talking. Oh yeah, it was a lot of those. Also in the nineties, a lot of movies like that. The whole transition from Hong Kong go from British to Chinese control, and it's this whole they messing up the money. I'm trying to get it back. Because <laughs> we did double impact, and that played a role too. So it's that was a, that was a thing. That's a that was a thing in the nineties. You know, also forget that's in this movie. Who? You know who? Mister Best of the Best, and you like, huh? Oh, look, man. Around this time, Chris Penn was a fucking working actor. That motherfucker was going to find somewhere to be in the movie. Man, this is one of the movies he was in. You kind of forget, but I was like, oh, shit, Chris Penn is in this movie. Chris Penn is in this. Huddy is in this. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Like, my man Clifton Powell. Yes, it's like, it's a lot of faces that you may not recognize. Like it's funny, we make a joke. Clifton Powell has to be one of the most famous black actors that white people have no idea who he is. They just know they see him a lot. Him and Jennifer, I say him and Jennifer Lewis are like the two biggest ones. We, we've had this discussion before. We don't go mm-hmm. into a bigger like I've seen Clifton Powell. It's funny, like 
as you get older, you watch older movies like Clifton Powell been doing this for a long time. Yes, sir. And it's funny where he's still doing it. And it's kind of like we know who he is. But it's funny where he either cutty or pinky. No matter <laughs> how many how much and it just depends like how you answer who he is, I say it tells a lot about your personality. You know, I, I see him, I think about him as cutty. Yes, a lot of people they think of him as pinky. See? And that's what I was about to say. I used, especially on social media, social media used to be pinky. But now I'm starting to see like the last two or three years it's cutty. Because I've developed that saw, It's depending on what you saw first. Yeah, I respect. And then you forget. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot he was on rock. <laughs> I ain't, ain't going to never forget that shit. Like you just forget. Like I forgot he was in this and he was in that. And like he just he just pops up in movies. Black Lightning. Oh, I, I or Black Lightning had it's amazing. Black Lightning had a goat cast, but shout out to the CW. Like CW superpowers, like having awesome cast and having ridiculous stories to play straight. So we talked about this movie. We're gonna start the movie, but we didn't talk about the director. Oh God, that, this and it's I, a reason we yeah. Did, but it's kind of like we can't not talk about Mister because if Brett they ever Ratner. have a Rush Hour four, I don't think they're gonna have Brett Ratner directing. Oh uh, no. Ratner had no career no more because he was out here moving nasty for a long ass time and it wasn't until who was it that um I cannot think of her name um she was in the predator she was in X-Men Apocalypse um matter of fact yeah you look at Olivia Munn Mr. yeah 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 if you're not and the acting, she dated Aaron Rodgers for a while. And like, yes, Brett Ratner, a notorious Brett Ratner, a friend of Eddie Murphy, Brett Ratner, like mm-hmm. a very successful career, Brett Ratner. The Brett um, Ratner that immigrated to Israel. It's a reason for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, yes, he had a long career until he didn't have a long career. And it's kind of like he's done a lot of successful movies. And he's done a lot of movies you probably don't like. Like X-Men The Last Stand. He did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Dragon. The Hannibal Lecter movie that you probably don't like. He did that. But he also did Rush Hour. Yeah. Um, he's done some stuff. He also did Tower Heist. When Eddie Murphy made his comeback. He did Hercules. The one with the rock in it. The last big movie he did. Yeah, and I mean, if you want to know what he did, just Google. Like, it's yeah. I don't feel like getting into it, but it's some nasty. Yeah, shit. but it's kind of like you know, it's he helped Chris Tucker get his foot in the door because mm-hmm. he also did Money Talks, and it's kind oh, of oh yeah, like, it's it's just a funny like it was. Matter of fact, he was going to Eddie Murphy was going to host the Oscar with Brett Ratner producing until all that stuff came out with Brett Ratner, and then Eddie Murphy had to drop out. Like, the fuck? All right, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> that's, it's just wild. And it's like, I couldn't tell you how, like, Brett Redden doesn't have a directing style. So I don't know how important he is to moves and, or not. So it's kind of like, I just know he's just done a lot of stuff. He's been around a lot of people. And it's just wild where it's like, you watch, like, it doesn't take away from watching Rush Hour. No, it doesn't. And I just, just know uh, the big thing was, I remember seeing people was like, oh, 
you know, Chris Tucker, Eddie Murphy, how y'all letting y'all boy move with that? You know, sometimes in Hollywood, friendship is a funny thing because you can be friends and not know. Yeah, you can. Like, I ain't out here because you got to keep in mind also it's like it's it depends on the level of friendship and how close you are. Yes, exactly. Like that's your friend, but you're not hanging out all the time. Cause like Quentin Tarantino went to do the same thing with Harvey Weinstein. People got mm-hmm. on him was like, y'all homies, homies, and they funny your movies. It's like, yeah, but I don't move. Like, I don't know everything he's doing and the whole time. It's kind of like, it's easy. To, you you got to, everybody talking about, you know, you got to stand on two toes, you got to stand on 10 toes. And stand mm. on business. Stand on that's business, easier yeah. said. That's easier said than done. It's it's real easy to say that. It's it's harder to do that when it causes you stress to do that. Like when you're like, it's easy to have principles when they don't cost you nothing. It's yeah. harder when it's like, yeah, me stand on principle. Me, I got kick my my friend to the curb because my friend moving wild. Not to say that you're not supposed to do it, right? But just it's like a lot of y'all don't. Or I we. Me personally, I don't have all the facts. Like I don't, I don't know everything that's going on. Like we hang out here and there, move, we do movies together. But I don't. I'm not in his life every day, so I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, because Eddie Murphy seems like the type of person where it's like I'm on my business, I do my stuff, and also yeah. Eddie Murphy probably know how it is to be slandered about stuff, and people just assume stuff too. Yeah, without proof, because you heard all this. It's like you may not think about it now. We are at the age where we heard a whole lot of Eddie Murphy stories, but and we never heard any proof. Buddy, we just assumed it. That was the thing, y'all. Be acting like social media is caused. I'm like, no. It was always rumors. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of this whole people just said it, and you just roll roll with it, like because the way like the way y'all well the facts that we heard about R. Kelly was similar to how. People would talk about Eddie Murphy, the rumors that we used to hear without oh, social media. It was it was worse. And the difference was R. Kelly, you had proof. Yeah. It was in our face. In our and face. We would just act like we didn't see it because we like <laughs> his music. You never saw stuff about Eddie Murphy. It's like I heard uh, I, heard I, heard. I heard from a friend, word on the street, and it's like you be like, I heard you sitting in the barbershop. Who the fuck did you hear from? <laughs> yeah, and it's like everybody said the same thing. It's like, you know, like James. Jamie Lee Curtis used to get slandered. Uh, you yeah. already know what that rumor was. CR went the same thing. Yeah. And it was like out of nonsense. And this is way before the Twitter era. And it was like that used to just happen. So if you somebody like Eddie Murphy and you went through that, you might be hesitant. It's like, I know how it is. It's like, and I don't know. I might have heard some stuff. People hear stuff all the time. It's like once you see it, it was like once it's out, it's out. Because it ain't like they still hanging out. Rip Ren ain't hanging out with nobody. It's like if you want to know somebody guilty or not, if they leave, the, if they had a famous, if they had a successful career and they just leave like to a different country, yeah. Mm, yes, and they're not old, and they're not old because it's like, you know, before we hit play, y'all never wonder why Russell Simmons went to Indonesia. Ah, boy. Like just, I know he's in the Buddhism. Like Indonesia is a Muslim country. He just ran. Nobody went there. No extradition. I think that's my accident. Like, like, yeah, Russell Simmons is not ancient, but he wasn't necessarily like super old when he did that. It's a reason for that. I'm just saying. So you know, yeah, that's, that's it, all I say. Yeah. Like when they when they leave, when they do you know, it then they guilty. They guilty of something because you ain't just gonna move just to move. 
wants to wants to smoke around. He wants I to mean, smoke it's around. just yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's yeah, you it's right it there. It's right there. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what you what right. you leaving for? You know, but the whole thing is like we said all the time: if they like you, it don't matter. And if they don't like you, oh yeah, it don't matter. Let me tell you something: if they like you, you get treated like Trump. Because, boy, he's some of these motherfuckers that love him. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. And one more thing. It's it's funny how this, how this, this franchise changed both the careers because it's like Jackie Chan was already a worldwide superstar. He became an American superstar with this. Like, Jackie Chan was the, he did this. He dropped Shanghai Noon and basically kind of like, he was the man. Mm-hmm. To the fact that he's still doing it. And it's also, it's kind of like leaning into my whole dramatic chops. Because, like, the fact that they're doing he's doing another karate kid movie. The fact that he did a karate kid movie where a lot of people did not want that movie to be remade, and that movie made a whole bunch of money and they running it back. Tell you all you need to know about Jackie Chan. Yeah. I mean a lot of people would have like, I want you to do that. Like it's some remakes where it's like even if it's successful, they not rocking with you because they ain't want you to do it in the first place. Yeah. And some and somehow he pulled and like y'all love some karate kids. Somehow he pulled that off. With considering like he did it with Jaden Smith and y'all t- y'all forget how much y'all could not stand Will Smith children. And on top of that, that movie was fucking successful. And I forget, you know what I always forget? And it's just old age. Where how I love the karate kid, the you know, younger kids or teenagers, this is their karate kid. Or even yeah. the one on Netflix is their karate kid. So it's kinda like Okay, I get it. Yeah, no wrong with that. Like he do that, and then Chris Tucker go from I'm hustling and working to I'm chilling. I work when I feel like it. I don't feel like doing shit today. When the next when yeah. we doing the next rush job, I'll be there. That's it. Because if you look at Chris Tucker's filmography, it starts off a certain way, and then it starts to slow. It slow down. Boy, it like, was a gap where he won't doing shit, and I don't blame him. Fuck it. This way, ninety five. He did Friday, Panther, Dead Presidents. 97, he did Fifth Element, Money Talks, Jackie Brown. 98, Rush Hour. 2001, <laughs> Rush Hour 2. 2007, <laughs> Rush Hour 3. He don't work again until Silver Linus Playbook in 2012. Wait, 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 wait. And then, then Billy Lynn Long, Hot Town Walk, 2016. Then Air. 2023. Yeah. He went from I'm doing two to three movies in a year, so I work once every three years. Yeah, when I, you know, I find something I want to do. Five years. So, like he took a basically between 2007 and 2023, he did three movies, and he wasn't the star in any of them. He <laughs> showed up. Yeah, I, I like the script. Find the part for me. Yeah, and it's like he's. You could tell where it's like. I, I got there to get successful. I'm chilling. And yeah. it's like, he is there to like, he was not there to be a movie. His goal to be a movie star was to get paid, which is the point. He won this whole, I like, he won no Samuel Jackson thing where it's like, I like working. <laughs> he got in trouble. It's like, you yeah. pay the bills. My bill's paid. And the only reason he, and I think the only reason he came back to do Rush Hour, they saw do Rush Hour three a while ago, and I think yeah, it was, it was like he's like doing it until IRS start calling. 
Yeah, pay your taxes, man. <laughs> yes, pay your taxes. It's like he paid this, and it's funny. Like it's the tax man is undefeated. Undefeated, unless you are super wealthy, and I'm talking about super wealthy. I ain't just talking about because guess what? A lot of rich people get knocked up by taxes. Mm-hmm. And ain't just some. It's, it's in America. You hear us? I hear them story about China. Like if you see some Chinese acting actress. And it is like it was one. I forgot her name. She just vanished for six months, and nobody knew. Nobody knew where she was. Like she just disappeared. And it was like I don't know. After Chinese government, it came out. She was out here being funny with the taxes. Chinese government didn't play that shit. <laughs> she came back, apologized, and paid like eight figures. Give me my money. Shit. Yeah, it's like they. You hear a story about how people all the time. Like I just try to figure out. How you oh how you get to owe that much? Yeah, I they, guess I, I'm 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 speaking for Chris Tucker part. Maybe whoever he had doing his money was just not good at it, or just was doing some random I shit. To a, uh, one time, one of my W twos from my old I mean one of my four one k from my old job mm-hmm. cashed out, and I got some money back, and I forgot to put it on tax break. They fined me nineteen bucks. It didn't want any that amount of money. I'm like, they they be on me. So I'm like, how are you owe? I'd never forget. Nine million dollars? Listen. I just didn't you just didn't pay. I cashed out my when I first moved to New York. I said, okay, I have my 401k, I got some money. And then I was like, doing taxes that next year. Motherfuckers took like four hundred dollars. I'm like, what the fuck? And it was two hundred for New York State and two hundred for New York City. I'm like, double taxed? Well, shit. Oh, yeah. You, you forget you live in them, boy. I do not. That's it's a reason why I moved to Texas. <laughs> you get knocked for city, state, city tax, and state taxes. Like, yeah, this. Yeah, uh, like one, I say, one or the other. Five more years. I push through for five more years. But yeah, this is only. It's not streaming on anything that doesn't have commercials. Yeah, it's on Pluto. So. So, yeah, do it that what you want. <laughs> and it's just funny where it's kind of like New Line doesn't have, uh, Mark, you know, New Line don't got a streaming service. Right? Because they and got it's films. Like, it's And it's wild. We think like, you don't think about New Line. People, the funny thing is like, oh, you think about New, you see this thing on Twitter, you think about New Line, what do you think about? And people post like Mortal Kombat or Rush Hour. And you know what's funny? They did Lord of the Rings. Oh shit! Yeah, they did do the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you know, that is just wow! Like, because you don't think of like New Line, like you think of New Line, like Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, Spawn, and it's like, oh yeah, they did do the damn one of the biggest franchises of two thousand two. I have no idea how they pulled that off, but that's yeah. So it's an hour thirty seven hour thirty seven minutes because it's like you don't need action comedies; you don't need to be no two hours plus. Oh, and this story don't waste no time. So yeah, yeah, it's basically kind of like the stories from this get from point A to point D, and it's like y'all want to see Jackie Chan beat up people, and y'all want to see Chris Tucker crack jokes, and that's what we're gonna give y'all. And I'm just imagine like how many times they had to like it's just funny between Jackie Chan doing his all his own stunts and probably messing up, and how many times Chris Tucker probably had them breaking character. True, I can just imagine how how many takes they had. So you set up already? Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to start playing this in five, four, three, 
two, one, play. New Line Cinema. Yes. Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I always think when I see that shit. That will be the house party. I don't know why, yeah. but whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's funny. Like, for me, I think about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> or Spawn. It's like, it's like they just... Yeah. Oh, also... The person that did the music for the Rush Hour series also did the music for Enter the Dragon. And that's that's goaded right there. Yes, and it's kind of like... Because it's funny where it kind of got... And it's like, you know what? You got that feel? It got that feel. Yeah. It, it got that feel. And oh, also we didn't talk about... We kind of glossed over it. There's some racism in this movie. A lot of it. It's more in part two and part, and especially part three, but it's like all this whole you can't do stuff like I keep forgetting for some reason I keep thinking like Rush Hour came out in the mid nineties. It came out until ninety eight. Ninety eight, yeah. So it's like we kinda stopped doing stuff like that. Rush hour didn't. And you know, after watching the movie twice now, I can understand where people may have an issue with that Jackie Pan Jackie Chan uh scene. I get it. But you know why it, you know why it, it slides? It's not me spirited. No, because he said, "Do what I do," yeah. and he just looking at him. Okay, so this is what he keeps saying. He said it twice, so he said, "Okay, I'm gonna do what he say." What he said, he ain't thinking nothing of it. Yeah, and we just speaking of the characters. Wild. We're not talking about. And also, and also, he does it at least the consequences. Yes, because they, <laughs> they don't just slide. It's like you saying it. No, with no trouble. <laughs> And then beat people up in a pool queue. Yeah, he beat this shit out there. Man, he's so, that's, hey, that's that's Chris Tucker's fault. <laughs> true. Hey, truth be told, Jackie Chan might be Batman over here. Did you see where he snatched homie yeah, up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's doing all this with a with a suit on. Pretty much. I'm still proud for why June why um Sand is dressed like Sang is just like that. You, like he a waiter. Good question. Everybody's got the fits on or the um Double impact fits on. This this man dressed like the house manager. <laughs> Look at him. He moved around like goddamn state. He is. <laughs> hey, it's just wild where it's kind of like, I used to think all like, damn, Hong Kong police must just be on right? SEAL team shit. No, this is him j- and Child Young Fat and Jet Li just used to be in it. Rest you tile. Everywhere. He's everywhere. Come like on, he bane, like he bane. Oh, he always want to be shoot. Like, why don't you shoot the fair one? <laughs> shoot put me. The gun, he, he real good with put the gun down. That man ran. I should have known what time it was when I saw that. He ran away like he was the Joker. Oh, Mister Fight Like a Man. Uh huh. Man, them ankles, Jackie. Bless yes. you. Mm-hmm. Boy, I can. I'm like, I know his. I know he be having art. He got rheumatoid up the ass. Hey, what the fuck? Oh, my God. This motherfucker got this shit smelling like Bengay up in here again. <laughs> man, this shit nuts right here. Yes. Keep in mind, this is a man in his mid-40s. Good. Mm. You want to know how old Jackie Chan is? He was an Enter the Dragon. <laughs> yeah, he's old. <laughs> that movie came out in the 70s. 70s. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably like, what? How old was he probably then? Probably a, probably a damn teenager. Yeah, probably 18, 17. Yeah. Let's see, Jet, Jet Lee would have shot his ass. 
Got that right. Da, 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 da. Chai on fat with a shot him with a cigarette <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> cool as a bitch, too. Saw cracking jokes. <laughs> the last day of British root. I told you everything right there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Everybody your friend with money involved. Uh-huh. You know, I knew your father. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> he he begged like a dog. Begged. I'm sorry. I've seen Tom Wilkinson in so many things, but Batman Begins just ruined uh, it. Like, even when he popped up in Mission Impossible for like a minute and a half, I'm waiting for him to start threatening Tom Cruise. Hey, Jackie, look at Jackie fit. Got the hair combed and everything. Oh, hey. yeah. No, Jackie Chan out here. He's putting that shit on. And also, you forget, Jackie Chan is a very handsome man. And you don't think about it because it's like you think of Jackie Chan for anything else. Like, he has movie star presence. Oh, he's definitely a movie star. But he's wholesome. Yeah. That's why you couldn't think, like, it's only until he got older where it's like he can start playing serious things. And I had nothing to do with his skills. And it's kind of like, you see Jackie Chan, it's like, oh, Jackie, the homie. Hong Kong forever. Tom Wilkins like you out here messing my fucking money. God damn, like, boy, she came. That yet. She ain't had to punch him like that. Sue Young. Oh, um, as they out here, you see that the basically uncle niece mm-hmm. interaction. I remember when Rush Hour Three came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, she grew up. I can't. Y'all was acting. Y'all was acting the same way. Chris Tucker was. Like, I can't even remember um three. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't watch three a lot. I mean, saw a couple yeah. of times and that was it. Two is my go to. Yeah, two is everybody's go to. I seen three the least, but no, she, this same this same one she pops. She comes back up at three, and let's just say she hit puberty between one and three, mm. and it is very jarring. And this motherfucker moving around not like a cop. <laughs> is he drive, Is he driving a Porsche? I believe so. Alright, so he got Mike Lowry money Is this a like LAPD budget Man, LAPD ain't giving him no money For no damn car like that Um, Axel Foley was doing that shit in Detroit He was scamming In a Lamborghini <laughs> He was scamming Foley, what the fuck is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Chris Penn Yeah Nah, it's funny that Them 90 fits was insane Like, Chris, that was a That was a cool fit in the 90s Like, that was, that's the Jodeci fit Oh, absolutely! Look at it in twenty twenty three eyes. Yeah, you know he hot as hell. That bitch, somebody said that bitch. He in the Matrix. It's funny. Matrix came out ninety eight too. What's this? It's like C four. Man, that's why you buying? I'm like, why you buying C four? That's C four. Oh. It say C four. <laughs> man, no problem, man. It's a bad hug though. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then he, they, oh, so he basically he basically doing Eddie Murphy and Billy Hills cop. Yeah, he giving off that energy. Uh huh. Here you go, Ace Patrol man. You see this shit right here? Oh, let's get him. Yeah, they were going in for donuts, but they couldn't help themselves. Mm-hmm. That is a wild fit. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't pull it off now. You're gonna catch me lacking. <laughs> I learned my lesson from Best of the Best. <laughs> what was it? Best of the Best two, right? He died, right? Yes, uh huh. He fucking yeah, gotta he do that. He had shit. too much dip on his chip. Everybody <laughs> said he was gonna win. Cold, cold egg. <laughs> Guter put him in a blender. 
Get back in the car. Get, get in the car, man. Donuts. God damn. It's funny. This whole cops getting a donuts thing. The cops still get donuts. That's not all they get. You still see them in Duncan's and Shipley's parking lot. He slugged the yeah. shot, Chris Penn, though. Yeah. You know how you know Chris Tucker cool? Look at that hairline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, y'all got to give me some hook me up, man. <laughs> okay, Chris Penn out here. You talking about Foxhound. He's shooting from a phone <laughs> position. <laughs> He peeled it off with that little ass pistol and clip both of them. Hey, I'm gonna shoot this bear where he got C. Come on, you know he got C4, and that's not how C4 works. Like as I've learned playing Metal Gear Solid and watching other movies, but we didn't know that you see C4 is explosive. This man trying to ride with three tires. Yes, uh huh. He got the Grand Theft Auto steering, (laughs) no power steering. I was shoot. Uh, so he basically Axel Foley plus Martin Riggs. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. Cause this is like you shooting there. He knew it was gonna happen. Boom. That man blew up a car full of C four in a resident in a a shopping district and started dancing. Yeah, he has mic on. Uh, man, that was Black Tim's too. Oh, yes. Good lord. Oh, he was about that action. I'm LAPD. I'm LAPD. Shit. Boy, it's like this is the last time. It's just funny. Like this come out, he LAPD, and then train it, he come out, and then it's LAPD. That's the, this is the last time LAPD was cool. Okay, baby, I'll be at the phone. He out here trying to enjoy his... his, yeah, his father and daughter America. time. Yeah, trying to chill out, and he got him doing work. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah, you know you're important when your family got bodyguards. Oh yeah. You ever think about that? Like I would never want to be that famous. Bodyguards and shit. How many people you got working in the house? You think about you like making a style you just can't go to like Walgreens by herself. Right? That day, I, over, that day over. <laughs> like it's like forget people just trying to buy you. I don't want to get kidnapped. That's all you want to think about. Oh yeah, I'm just seeing where I carry. Yeah, I heard about all their traffic. <laughs> they like, man. Uh, this song again is like, see. That's why I don't like this black shit. <laughs> they bad too. <laughs> Especially the older way. He like, man, shit. She's like, she getting on my nerves, bro. They like, oh my gosh. <laughs> this shit every morning. Mm, this probably ain't the first time. Uh... Huh? This way. Yeah, you don't think that ain't a setup? Right, you the only car that had to go that way? Yeah, they know what's up. Oh, who popping up himself? <laughs> no problem. Man, he do got a sinister look in this damn movie. Man, that damn blonde hair was set it off. You yeah, see it. you know it's funny? And she fucking his ass up. And it's like related to Brett Ratner. So he was like, yo, yo. I, I like in Rush Hour. Why don't you pop up an X-Men for five seconds? <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't worry. It's going to be okay. Hug that doctor to death. I don't mean no harm. If it weren't nobody else, she would have got away. Yes. She moving. But it's like he knew. That's why he wasn't chasing. See, that's how you got to see. Omar Epps knew how to zig and zag. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, this was planned out. Yeah, the multiple vehicles, got the van, the bike. She fucking him up, kicking him in the <laughs> head like motherfucker. Yeah. They just slugged her. She was black. Chill out, man. That's a child. So so what? They would have slugged a black child? Yeah. You may be right. Never mind. Young young adult. <laughs> uh Council Hall, uh, we've got something to tell you, but uh Yeah. Every time I see old the other dude, I'm like, he always remind me of Taggart from um, Beverly Hills. He do. And I just feel like, why did you just hire him? <laughs> I think John Aston's probably too old. Might be, but shit, he doing the new Beverly Hills cop. I was wondering, like, how that he just going to show up for a scene? Because like, I thought John Aston was dead. I'm glad he not. Yeah, so they kidnapped his daughter. It's like, don't worry, we got the best agent in the world to find him. Like, I want one of my homies. I don't trust y'all. Yeah, I need my own team because uh, I know how y'all move over here. Yeah, like you talking about, why didn't get John Aston? Why didn't get Neil McDonough to play this dude right here? Good question. Seem like, you know what? It seems like they wanted certain people. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. why did you just get those people? But maybe they were busy. Maybe, they thought, maybe they thought the budget wasn't enough. Oh, we don't want people thinking about that movie. But shit. Now I'm not sure if they listening in because they believe them or they no, just they ready might. to roast them. No, they really roast them. This is for, this ain't the first time this happened. I can't oh, believe you went without me. R.I.P. Elizabeth Pena. I was like, I had a crush on her. Oh, me child. too. When I first saw this I movie, know, I don't know if it's her pizzazz or that haircut. I ain't sure what it is, but all I knew was I would be like Chris or, Tucker too. <laughs> or it's like I I disarm bombs. And I look like this, <laughs> right? I don't, I don't need a partner. partner. I don't, I don't want a partner. partner. I ain't never going to have no partner. <laughs> <laughs> Coach AD had the fat guy, though. So, like, they supposed to be partners, but he doing this whole, I work alone. Mm-hmm. I win the title alone. And you find out that you do not got to stand like that. Oh, my Damn. God. See, you, yeah, you see the vision. <laughs> you see the vision. <laughs> it's the funny thing talking about his mama tell you about my drug age. Mm-hmm. He embarrassed me being a cop. Yeah. Yes, they do have this whole flirty chemistry. Thing. Oh, yeah. Chris, you know, it ain't too many times I see Chris Tucker in the movie and he don't have chemistry with somebody. It's happening when you're funny and likable. Yes. Because it's like Chris, <laughs> Chris Tucker, that's his superpower. He, No matter what he's doing, he's likable. That was suspended. Who you that from? You're that bad. Look, two white men thinking they can get it done. Mm-hmm. Well, no, just pick them up at the airport. Just get them lost. Can't have one of our guys doing it. A rookie. Have him send a rookie. <laughs> so they basically like this. We don't want him getting involved in messing up the mission. Because we, because basically American xenophobia and jingle is like, this our thing. We don't want no, no, no name messing stuff up. Boy, also, you gotta keep in mind this is LAPD post Rodney King, mm-hmm. so and it's let's just say cops might have had respect. LAPD didn't by this point. It's a reason why James Cameron picked who he picked, why he had Robert Patrick be a cop in Terminator Two. That was not an accident. <laughs> Man, look at he's like you know what? I know who to send you. One man lost a pink. How you lose a pinky? 
It's half a block. You lost that. That wild guy, Christopher anyway. What you did was dangerous. Completely so, policy. Who do you like more? The white captain in charge or the black sergeant in charge? You know the answer to that. Stop playing with me. Um, I know you like that. That's because you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the fact that that became a damn trope is hilarious. Every time I think about, every time you send me that clip, I just shake my head, start laughing. My man was furious. I'm like, why is this motherfucker so bad? Either him or my man in Detroit, fucking with Axel Foley ass. Okay, you think Chris Tucker on the take? No. Look at that watch. Stop. You're not gonna have. You're not gonna change this movie for me. No, because then I'm gonna start looking at it sideways. Now, do I think some bust he might have took a little? Yeah, he he would have been right with Eliza. Uh, Briggs was thinking about Murtaugh was on the tape too. Like, nah, my my wife run, write romance movies. Uh, Briggs was like, I saw you out here living good. You out here redoing your bathroom. This man got on maroon Tims. I don't know if you saw that shit. No, I missed that. Yeah, he had on maroon Tims. I hope they show go and, down in Los Angeles. Yeah, you know what? Never mind. You might be right. How many Tim's don't cost that much? And he okay. don't he not, he ain't spending money on women. Where the fuck did he get this car from? That's his car. That's again he's driving. I, I told you. Alright, you know what? I'm done. I look at them fits. I'm done. Detective. Yep. I know detectives make money is Los Angeles cost of living. He, but look, look at that, yeah. that suit. He did not get that suit from H and M just off the rack without no tailor. I'm just saying. Alright, you know hey. what? his partner, did her well, her crib kind of she had a big house too, didn't she? So maybe they make I don't know how much they make, so I don't know. I, don't, I ain't gonna call it. It's a whole it's a whole my my brother was a cop for a long time. Let's just say that that overtime be doing a lot of heavy lifting. Okay. But I don't know if they doing that heavy lifting. <laughs> like this man come here calling shots. And like, you ain't here for all that. They looking like oh, who the fuck is this dude? You know, that's the oh, that's special case. The word dude neither. Mm-hmm. Special sign. Oh, oh, that dude. Okay, the chauffeur, <laughs> the babysitter. <laughs> they look at him like, "Oh, look at you! You think you cheap? Like you got some qualifications?" G four. They just out here making up words. G four. That's why they don't mean nothing. Just saying shit. Mm-hmm. Classified. He out here like his whole dream was to be in the FBI. Mm-hmm. Oh, she pick up Lee and and just drive him around. He only gonna get in my way. He is the situation. Nah, you understand? You a chauffeur. All right, I'm going back to work. <laughs> Y'all figure this shit out on your own. So it's like your friend of console, we don't want to be in the way. So you want to show him around, show him the sights. Mm-hmm. Out of trouble. He's like, you wasting my time for all this? I'm like, Y'all know this man can get it done for you, but y'all don't know. So yeah, y'all moving kind of funny over here. Yeah, we don't trust LAPD. Yeah, why you just ain't getting one of your own, man? I don't give a damn. 
know what? Me looking at this in 2023 eyes, I don't like the way that white bear look at that Chris Tucker. Oh, I didn't like it in 1990 eyes. <laughs> I probably didn't think nothing of it back then, but just looking at it now, I was kind of like, uh, you know what? Let me shut up. <laughs> yeah. This man came with a private jet. Yeah. He's the homie. Yeah. I got my homie coming in style, just like Chong Lee. <laughs> Like a damn street fighter villain. It's like he got all wet with a red a tie. A red tie. <laughs> Please tell me you speak English. He say shit. Uh-huh. And then Boy, caught you, know how many, you know how many times it's probably happened before and it's like, who's this dumbass? They guy? like, bro. They probably all speak English. Yeah, they probably like, what's wrong with this motherfucker? <laughs> he just smiled at him. He's <laughs> smiling. All right, man. I'm gonna check you out. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, bye, cutie. <laughs> I cannot believe this shit. <laughs> it's bad spirit. Mr. Rice Roni. No, he was big American. <laughs> Come on, man. And the whole thing is kind of like he not picking up that he understanding him. What <laughs> is this shit right here? He give the bag. Yo, they put my shit up for me. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck all that. You know what's funny? Mm. I'm thinking their initial interaction is probably how they probably interact in real life when they ain't know each other. Probably. Because it's like, Chris Tucker's like, Jackie, did Jackie even speak English? And Jackie is like, Chris Tucker talk fast. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, always talking. Man, like, you see the behind the scenes interview, like, he just always, he just always talking. <laughs> nah, man, they got the whole squad there laughing and shit. Uh-huh. We laughing at you. Damn. Oh, no. I was like, Damn. you know what? Fuck all y'all. Shit, man, you ain't going there. That's the little girl? Huh? Y'all here pretending like I don't speak English. Mm-hmm. Say some. He did. Su Young. <laughs> he did, technically. Uh, he understand every exact word you're saying right now. Trying to figure out. He's trying to figure out why you wasting my time. I came here to do my job. Which is why we wasting yeah, time. Yeah, I got to help the homie out. Took him to Chinatown. You know that that was some. <laughs> it's some racist. Yeah, that's some racist ass shit. Right? Chinatown, you mind your home, right? Uh huh. Oh my god, you might see one. It was like, you know what? It's. I wonder how Chinese people feel about rush hour. Me too. I think I'd be a little nervous to ask him about it. I'm selling star maps. So you know all you know all the old street folks. I seen this doing something else before and he played kind of like the same snitch character. I can't think of I mean, movie. He got take out that face. You can find a niche playing snitch number three. Yeah. Man, you know. 
be a, be a character actor, pay my kid, all my kids went to Harvard. So I, I kept being SVU rapist number five. Man, chill out. <laughs> what you mean, chill out? That Rizzo check used to hit. That's why he's talk. That's why he's mad at streaming services. Boy, them, they got. Well, I read. I ain't read it all. Some of them, they got some sweet deals and that shit now. Mm-hmm. Everybody talking about it was impossible. Like, nah. Yeah, you think everybody looks like Lee, huh? We all look alike. Like you took me out here being racist. I'm gonna take China. I might see one of your cousins. At least he waved and goodbye. He waving. Nah, Carter got speed. Yeah, he running down a bus. Chris Tucker athlete. Cause that's Chris Tucker doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah. Us also, I don't know if Eddie Murphy doing his stunts in the 90s in rush hour. <laughs> Jack like, oh shit, this motherfucker got me. I was lacking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he see he underestimated Lee. He mm-hmm. underestimated Carter. They underestimate each other because they don't know each other. But see, Carter can't help himself. He goofy. I mean, y'all can take a picture. Yeah, I hear posting. He know that suit fly. That's why he doing that shit. Yeah. And, and Jack, he doing so some goofy shit. shit. I, I, mm-hmm. What like, the Yo. fuck? It's like, yes, you didn't realize they brought over Spider-Man. <laughs> Can you do it? That's easy. That shit is, yeah, it's like, you just, you just forget. This man is just out here doing this maniac shit, and he is a middle-aged man. Because we gas up Tom Cruise. Most of the time, Cruise just running. Yeah, I mean, he's starting to do a little bit more. I mean, nah, I mean no, Tom Cruise, like, no, Tom Cruise, a lot of his stuff involves, like, vehicles. And I ain't, how, I ain't here cracking on Tom Cruise because he's insane. He's doing stuff nobody else is doing. But it's like, most of his physical stunts is just, I'm running. Because when he try to jump... You saw him, he missed that roof. Broke his ankle. Jesus, that shit like it fucking hurt. Because <laughs> he saw him limping uh-huh. during the scene. He's like, oh, that's when he did it. The fact they kept it in, it was like, keep that shit running. Jackie Chan's like, I've been doing this 30 years. You know what? Thank God he wasn't in Hollywood. Somebody would have had him like, you want to jump off a plane, Jackie? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Get out of the goddamn car. I wonder if cops can really do that. What? I need your vehicle for police business. Like, I mean, I've seen it so times. It's a ninety-five. It's a ninety-five thousand dollar vehicle. You're not taking my damn car. Chase no pickpocket. Man, this what cat. This cabbie said all, he's all black person. Yeah, mind your business. Uh, he's a man. Fuck all that. Don't you move. Yeah, you know it's L.A. <laughs> Drop your guns. Like, oh shit. I, I'm a policeman. I was just showing him how to take I'll a gun from a suspect. Oh, you speak English, huh? He's like, oh, you speak English all this goddamn time. Now you want to use I never it. said I didn't speak English. You never asked. You just assumed, assumed I did. it. Yeah, he did. Kick your little Beijing ass. He ain't had to do the karate in front of him. I'm not responsible for your assumptions. Because uh, Jackie Chan out here is sassy. Yeah, he is. You seem as if you like to talk. I like to let people talk. It makes it sit easier to file full of shit, shit they are. What the hell did you just say? He heard exactly what you said. Not Man, ran him for filth. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I felt I will let you talk figure out you a clown. Oh, I'm going to get in and spin. All right, Jackie. You had to start on him. <laughs> Nobody do that but me. 
You know what? I'm just imagining this movie with Jet Li. Oh, and, and Jet Li and Chris, because Jet Li he got some. You talk about sassy. Oh yeah, Jet Li would've been out here clowning his ass. So the United States United of James States, Carter. James Carter. <laughs> I'm the King. I'm Michael Jackson. You Tito. Tito. <laughs> I would did not want my help because you ain't worth a damn. <laughs> Nobody they likes you. you. I don't, I don't like, you. like you. The girl doesn't like you. The girl don't like you. Nobody likes you. Oh. Came all the way over here for nothing. That man turned on the radio and said, Beach Boys. <laughs> I would have black man radio. I would have been furious too. He just turned and got excited. Beach Boys. Man, what the fuck? Turn this shit off. I don't hear you, t- you talking too damn much. <laughs> I'm going to show you real music. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Rush Hour has an awesome soundtrack. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just remember that hearing this song. Yeah, this song was on rotation. Oh, uh, yeah. This this, <laughs> this this when Jay-Z was like, I'm I'm leaving Marcy. I'm on MTV now. That that, that uh, woman, she got the shaft in Rockefeller, but. Yeah. Uh, it's wild because it's funny how that whole you hear about that whole story because yeah. it's like Foxy Brown felt a certain way because she thought she got replaced by a mill and then they kicked the mill to the curb because they thought her work ethic wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I, I don't know, but it just seemed all murky to yeah, me. Yeah, uh huh. Just like, yeah, Jay Z and women. <sighs> Thank goodness he found a, a wife. I, I'll just leave it at that. Thank goodness, you know what? Uh, yeah, I was like, I'll leave it in there. I'm about to say it sound like that in the movie. You still just told him, follow my lead. Told him, oh, oh here come the scene. <laughs> he looking at that. He's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he tried to give a pound. <laughs> that makes sense. You got prescription? Yeah. Yeah. Boy. Let me tell you something. Cops are mad they can't stop this no more. I know. They are furious. Look at this motherfucker. We used to have them on the pavement. Grand, I could beat them upside the head one good time. Boy, if I smoke, I'd be on the porch like, what's up, officer? <laughs> I was outside the other day. <laughs> he looking at me all crazy. Look at him. I'm like, I paid I pay my taxes. <laughs> them days are over, buddy. Keep it moving. Scram. Y'all, y'all find something else to tear off black people about. Man, this man like got that. on the all red suit. Jesus. That's Cuddy. Yeah. Why did he dress like the devil? That man dressed like a Batman <laughs> villain. Don't worry. I don't know where the little girl at. Ask the penguin. Like Jackie ready to fire up on somebody. That, I gotta say, that is a nice looking suit. That color scheme is insane. Yeah, I couldn't but rock no like, shit like that. You know, that's the NBA draft suit right there. Pretty you much. Could you, you could if you wanted to. You're just going to get a certain amount of attention. <laughs> that's the uh, I'm going number two fit right there. You ain't going number one. You went number two. That is Shai from Chicago. That's what that fit is. Or, or Detroit. You start laughing. <laughs> Come here, babe. So I guess it's his cousin, right? Yes, yeah, his cousin. Yeah. It's wild how he live in a world where he cousin with Clifton Powell. And what's his relationship with Don Cheadle? 
Oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> I think it's homies. Yeah. Oh, buddy, I can't wait for that. So they try and find out if you hear any words, she's about to girl getting kidnapped. Man, I will bust your ass. Because you're my um, cousin. I'm Bootsy. But she got a bad heart. <laughs> Buying up a goddamn everything. Oh, he ain't buying shit from me. No, I know his name. I <laughs> Damn, his name. nobody knows his name. Oh hell. It's funny, watch this. It's still funny. I know I shouldn't laugh. Cause he just say what's up to smile in space. Uh-huh. What you say? With the ER. What you say? Uh, what's up? Man, yeah, he got exactly what he needs snatched up. Uh, I don't want any trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? He did it so wholesome with a smile. And I'm like, I wonder if they explained to Jackie, like, this was going on. I'm sure he probably knew, but this is wild. That's what it'd be like. <laughs> a fish out of water. I don't want trouble. Uh huh. And one of Jackie Chan's superpowers is he don't mind getting beat up in a fight. Oh, he don't. Because he get beat up a lot for somebody being this damn talented. Because he out here giving them the work that was the with thing. a suit on. That was this thing I was reading. Uh, I was I think I was watching that documentary where there was like a lot of folks, especially back in, you know, when he was coming up, thought that that would, you know, people didn't look at him like Bruce because Bruce always looked yeah. strong. and Yeah. But he liked Jackie's to. He's like, I ain't Bruce. Yeah. I want to have fun with it. Yeah. Because it get boring. You always win every fight. You know who else begin their ass beating fights? Who that? Van Dam. Oh yeah. Van Dam get the shit kicked out of him, which is why he's like a pretty boy don't mind getting beat up. Oh, especially for him, yeah. For especially for Van Dam, I always find it interesting too. Yeah, I said I don't want trouble. Man said, "Look, man, they told you about this weed shit. It's bad. For, it's bad for you." Card, I said, "What's up?" And he out here starting fights. What's wrong with your people? Man, if you don't take your hand on my suit. Uh, he, had, he had flashbacks to Charles S. Dutton doing that. <laughs> he he called him Rock Charles. Charles. God damn it. Rock was about to kill that man. You forget Rock did jail time. I always forget Charles S. Dutton did jail time till I see that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charles is like, yeah, y'all be doing that Hollywood shit. I'll be doing that real shit. Oh, like, wow. I would not want to mess with him or Bill Duke. Jackie like man what you doing here and there I want to get some eat a couple of noodles Chris uh-huh. Chris sucker hair is immaculate oh yeah that line's sharp not just the line the texture seen in HD oh yeah he I don't know what yeah. he putting in his head but whatever that's yeah 19 um, all I gotta say is the temptations will be proud <laughs> you know what fast hands <laughs> he did the Bruce Lee jump we all did the Bruce Lee thing going up Jack like shirt. That man got a bean burrito. Oh, he living dangerous eating them things. And a, and a, and a Pepsi. <laughs> the <Yeah>. steering wheel. <laughs> he living dangerous eating. Have you ever ate one of them before? Hell no. I did. Not a get out of them. Yes, I did. No. I remember. No, I have not. I was like 18 or 19. I was like, man, fuck it. I'm going to try it. Boy. No. Never again. It's certain food. Like, I'm not. Not, I'm not anti getting food out of a corner store, but uh, the bean burrito. Oh, yeah, uh, I did. This certain food. 
Any point in the storm. I, I I learned a valuable lesson. Let's just say it that way. See, now you can tell Chris Tucker, the man can look at the old boy hairline. <laughs> he got that Power Rangers cut. <laughs> Which you said, said they're lined up with a rock. <laughs> no, a hot brick. <laughs> it's like, why they would have this look like this? The whole thing is like this. Yeah, it's about the daughter. I was invited. What I was about to say is, you on set. I know Chris Tucker had jokes. Mm-hmm. No, he got the sniper rifle out. Like, <clears throat> I'm like, yo, hook up all my black so, folks. Line them up. Yeah. I'm sorry. No window trouble. Yeah, just disarmed the gun. Took apart the gun with one hand. They out here running with, yeah, solid snake on the perimeter. Imagine running up a wall like that. No, I cannot imagine that. I, I weigh more than 120 pounds, and I ain't a. I'm not Spider Man. It's not only he doing all this; he doing this with a suit on and with a steering wheel, a steering wheel around his hand. Yeah, it's like you. I always catch myself just forgetting how athletic Jackie Chan is because he is in his 40s, mid 40s, mid 40s. I can run. Yeah. A nine minute mile with no problem. I'm in my 42. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm in pretty good shape for my age, but there are levels to that. Yeah. Cause I remember I was looking at some old picture. It wasn't too long ago, like a couple years. I was running four or five miles, eight minutes. I was like, damn, I used to be a man. What happened? <laughs> that long ago. Like, right before COVID. <laughs> he said, COVID I came. I fell off like triple H. I used to be the man. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you look at. I look through old pictures. He out here spin kicking folks with a steering wheel, taking off a belt, disarming them, taking them with belts. Why he see, he ain't had to do that. He's stunting on them now. Why did he kick old boy in the throat? <laughs> Why did he pick up the gun like that? Cause he got pizzazz. Uh huh. Yeah, wait here. This is my homie. <laughs> pizzazz. As last yeah. week, what, it, what does that mean? <laughs> pizzazz. That means he got showmanship. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. Guy from China. Oh shit. Huh? Oh shit. Carter. I told y'all I had a man. Like Carter fucked hey, up. <clears throat> Where Carter at? Look how you looking at him. Like, ugh. He got I, some racism racism coming off. Yeah, he looking at nah man. I don't like the way he been looking at Carter there, the way he looking he at He mad out just like oh, I'm gonna get you next time, boy. <laughs> what the hell is Carter? Car? <laughs> he tore his car because he ain't yeah, he tore his car to the the spot. It's basically eating that gas station food. What is bullshit? Yeah, I with this. Dustin will hold on. Go screw yourself. Look at that base. Nah, it was that some undertones shit. here. Mm-hmm. It was some real nasty undertones oh, going. Paulie from Rocky undertones? Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace to Burt Young. Absolutely. I'm not Carl Lewis. Be jumping off and off buses. This the man we we, we hired to distract your boy. <laughs> he like, I mean, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> Taking care of the situation. Hey, look, at, look at Lee out here covering for Carl. Uh huh. Looking out. Very passionate about finding your daughter. He didn't care that much. Now he care. 
Oh, oh I see. G14 <laughs> classified. That's right. Now he out here playing in his face. Uh, how as he should. Because he's wasting his time. Hello? Am I speaking with the FBI? I'm speaking FBI. <laughs> 30 million dollars to <laughs> This scene, boy. Watch out, got some damn portables. <laughs> he was out here being so unserious with this. Uh why why he be having these villain fits? That's a lot of damn money. You see the way he was looking like 50 million? What the fuck? How much does he have 50 million? I want 20 million and 50s. Fuck around with him. 20 million. Y'all here playing around. <laughs> That's what he's doing. I was like, all right, just get the money. What the fuck you worrying about what it is? Like, what's the prize with that? What is in there? I'm going to tell the counsel who's responsible for his daughter's death. He talked too much. Yeah, nobody like Chris Tucker running his damn mouth. <laughs> All right, man, I'll hook you up. You didn't answer my question. Why he got that? Why he got that villain fit? You tell no, me. Nobody even looking at him. Like I throw this, throw this shit on. Like, you know, and I I'm, got I'm Doctor Doom on a business trip. I guess that's why everybody thought this motherfucker was June Tile because it's like he got the fits. We keep seeing him. Who am I talking to on the phone? <laughs> I want 20 million. First of all, you know how heavy that money would be? Exactly. I saw uh, Widows. Widows. It's yeah. like, yeah, I can, we need to do Widows one day because it's just wild. That movie, because I never thought about the weight of money until Widows. And then Widows and Fast Fast Five is like, nah, this, this shit heavy. <laughs> and he was like, I want to. That's a whole thing. What you gonna do with all that damn cash? Look, 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 look Lee, Lee know what's going on. Like, yo, man, this shit don't look Trap. right. Yeah. Hey, Carter, I'm gonna go hide over here. Yeah, he's like, let us do our job. We Americans. Uh-huh, you don't know what you're talking about. You out here catch an L like y'all on speed. You know this girl caught my judgment. You can't be a... So LA, yeah, we trust an LAPD. Mm. Yes, yeah, for $50 million, why would you be in a place like that? Exactly. He talking sense. They don't want to listen. Mm-hmm. Of course not. They're white. <laughs> why was you hiding? <laughs> I wasn't hiding. I was tying my shoes. <laughs> You know, it's I forgot he said that line. But I just, <laughs> he just have to say, yeah, uh-huh. He ain't there. Yeah, we seen speed. Shit. Told y'all. And they gonna somehow they blame them. Yeah. That's the funny thing about it. He told y'all not to go in there. You ain't wanna listen. A little po- paramedics. Same, like, uh huh. You hear the king of running away. <laughs> that boy booking. Uh huh. He made that face. He's like, You better not catch me. Yeah, you know, he running because he looked tired already. That's how you can tell somebody who don't run a lot. <laughs> you run for two seconds, like, Oh, shit. 
Yeah, as somebody who still jives, I don't sprint as much as I used to. Running, that's why I get shot at Tom Cruise. Running that long ain't easy, especially once you hit a certain age. Yeah, it ain't. Because like when you like once you own once you pass a certain age, why are you running? It's rough. You running because you either an athlete or somebody chasing you, or you're a criminal. Like I, when the last time you you ran down the street? No, I ain't ran down the street. No, when was the last time you ran down? Ran down the street? Like uh, if you ran in a, a non-athletic, non-gym situation? Maybe a couple of months ago, trying to get to the bus before I left. You felt like a bitch, didn't it? Yeah, actually doing it that <laughs> way. Yeah. Uh-huh, I know you know your calf is tightening up. Oh, right, here you go. He got an axe. Yeah, he, he ain't got no hands. <laughs> He's swinging that axe though. Yeah. Look at oh, Jack. He, kicked, he kicked Lee out of a window. He got some hands. I think it's more fear of getting caught of anything. Look at him. <laughs> He's swinging that axe like he got pre- like it. Axes are not like that's what I'm about to say. Yeah. First of all, he ain't swinging no axe like that. He got hands. Uh-huh. I mean, he don't got Lee hands. Oh, no, no, no. He, he got he, he, I, he could squabble yeah. a little. Yeah, he out here like he chased my boy and bullets to the head. Oh, shit. <laughs> Man, be, I would not want to die to my toss an axe at my chest. Yeah, that's like a, come on, bro. You couldn't do it a better way? <laughs> that's exactly how I would say. Oh, too. No oh, this, is where you took a, this is where you took us to the movie theater at. Awesome. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> I mean, you ain't lying, though. That shit look raggedy as fuck. We, we doing renovations. I'm like, oh, Jeff, oh, God, Jeff, we got me out here. Like, it's the last action hero. Hey, man. Card, do not mind shooting. He's missing, though. Nah, he hit the, he hit the window. Gotta hit some meat. Yeah, now I broke my I broke my shit. <laughs> name is Sang. His name is Sang. I ain't talking about the bridge. I don't understand what, what you be saying. saying. <laughs> what? He's like, man, I'm done with your ass shit. Um, I'm almost sure Jackie ribs really hurt. You see where he's rubbing his ribs? He's like, shit. Yeah, I messed up my suit. Oh, here she goes. Because she a bomb expert. Man. Yeah, I know. She like she would be in the... Never mind. Let me shut the fuck up. She be in the what? None. What was you going to say? Something, something nasty? No. I would say she like she a, she a woman that would be in the Hype, Hype Williams video. 98? Absolutely. I don't know. Hype, I've seen Hype Williams videos. Can't like, had to do this back, shit to her. Background, uh-huh. Well, this is an actual test. Come on, babe. <laughs> You're dead. I was distracted. Distractions can occur on field. Yeah, he ain't lying. Why he grabbed the bomb thing and took it over there where he was scared she was going to fire a photo? Now you need help. It's a shame she can come back for rush hour too. Right? I want I, I wonder what happened with that. Maybe she was busy doing something else. 
Hold on, let me see. Let me. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look up. See, maybe she was filming another movie. Who are you? Rush Hour Two came out in 2001, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if that's part of the part of the bomb. C4. Yeah, he know all about C4. And that was, yeah, that's, uh, let me see. She was, damn, 2001, 2001. Did she have anything? Yeah, she was in some movie in 2001 called Tortilla. I know she she was working before she passed away. I just felt like maybe, I don't know. Who about the time? Oh, old boy from Collateral, Miami Vice. Oh, the jazz dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, he another he one. A lot different. He another one, a working actor who you can always catch in something. It's wild because he looked very unassuming in this and collateral. Especially Miami Vice. He like the damn man. Like, y'all better stop wasting my guy. Yeah. He like he he like he, he, like, he always want to cuss out Jamie Foxx and Colin Pearl, <laughs> Miami Vice. <laughs> Clive. You get like Chris Penn being the best of best. I'm like, all right. Uh-huh. Ow. Hey, is this I don't know. I'm it, like, come on. I'm like, I know it's back in the day you could you think you'll fudge that, but I'm like, Aaron Roberts out there looking like a looking like Homelander. That man had a 12 pack. I remember I had to tell my wife, I seen you know that Sean Penn brother. She said, What? I said, yes, Sean Penn brother. She's like, oh, shit. I didn't know that. So, yeah. She's like, the only time I ever see him is when you be watching Footloose. (laughs) He was skinny. You kiss my fat ass. Yeah, Lee, like, he ain't got time for all this. Give me a name. I can be all you want. I can tell you shit. All right. She's only 11 years old. See, you out here trying to use sugar instead of vinegar. I don't care about you. I don't care about him. I care about the little girl. Yeah, I I don't care about this nonsense. See, I guess he got a heart, huh? Uh Uh-huh. He ain't that tough, see. You know what? Um... Tom Sizemore when it says shit. His name is June Tao. Never seen him. June Tao. Food Chow Restaurant Chinatown. You know he got his neck slit for doing that shit. Hey Clive, thank you, man. And I made a thing on Twitter like find somebody to forget about if she got BBL. Date somebody who know all the antagonists in the rush hour trilogy about using Google. <laughs> You do it? Can I do what? You know all the, the all the villains in the rush hour trilogy without using Google? All the villains. June Tao. No, I don't. I'm June Tao. I don't know how you don't know Ricky Tan. Ah I, <laughs> I did know it, but <laughs> Yeah. I'm like everybody know Ricky, Ricky Tan. Ricky Tan, yeah, yeah. Rush hour three be the one that kicked people up with Kenji. That's the one I would have had trouble with, the third yeah, one. Yeah, because most people wouldn't, because it's like Rush Hour 3, the one they probably seen the least. 
Even though we got the, it's funny you see the clips of Rush Hour Three the most when they in the dojo. Yeah. Oh, he knows his hits. Whoa, huh, huh. What is good for absolutely? This, this basically becomes the Rush Hour song. When it come on T, when it come on TNT, you hear this. Song. Oh yeah. Everybody know about war. Huh. Jackie <laughs> is pronouncing every word. <laughs> yeah, as you do when English is not your first language. Mm-hmm. That's why I be sounding like I be pronouncing everything. Bad Bunny songs. Oh, I, I won't lie. That Bad Bunny song that starts there. <laughs> that I don't know why that shit is so damn catchy when it first starts. Because I was like, I didn't know who this was. I kept seeing on the Instagram videos. Oh. The only yes. Bad Bunny song I listen to is the one he came in. <laughs> but I listen it, every now and then. It's yeah. like, I don't speak Spanish, but it's like, it be groovy. That should be hidden. Yeah. Nanny is out there having fun. Uh-huh. Like, oh, Jax, I can't oh, dance, oh, but I, I can do this. Dance. I'm about to stun on your ass. This is why he's just like, yeah, can you do that? Do that shit again. <laughs> Oh, funniest thing in the rush out truly is is Chris Tucker learning the hands. Mm-hmm. Cause boy, look at that. See, this one they out here bonding. If you want to know why Bruce Lee was so cool in the community, just watch the scene right here. Cause Bruce Lee looked like he listened to Marvin Gaye and could beat somebody's ass. They really stacking that bread like that man asked for. Twenties and fifties. Jesus. So like they got the money, blew up the building, and they still don't got the girl. Like, oh, here you go. They out here learning tricks. See, stuff like this. Bonding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they probably doing that in real life. It's just wild. They, they became friends. So they didn't get the money yet. They just count. Just really count. like, yeah. $50 million. How he got $50 million? How wealthy is he? Good question. A lot of money and a lot of money and government work, huh? I guess. Depending on what you do. Mm-hmm. That's how people be doing. I, I see how George Santos moving. Man spent all that. That man spent six figures on OnlyFans. Like, ew. That's a, that's why you, you spending taxpayer money on that. I'm like, boy, you was up there in the DMs. <laughs> so you ain't got no chicken wings. I, what was you tipping? No soul food here. No soul food. I said better food. They like no soul food. That was a racist shit too. How you gonna sell a big box of grease? Yeah, you know, like, I'm no punk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the racism goes both ways. You know, so no so here. Ooh. Camel's hump. Heard of that. I know your ass will eat it. Office from Yeah, you yeah. as well. You eat it. You say I mean, you. it's probably just chicken thigh. <laughs> funny you be eat some boost knuckles and they go tell some chicken thigh. Go ahead. Why don't you flavor it right? Hey, bitch, shut up! 
shit. You need to be on the motherfucking exotic shows or be eating anything and everything. Like, damn. Oh, I played Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh, Jesus. That was a taste. <laughs> Boss, you can't be eating eagles. Exactly. <laughs> Legends. So they both son of policemen. Oh, yeah. That's also they. That's the whole thing they um got connected to. Mm-hmm. Son of policemen who died in a lot of duty. Now, who daddy is better. <laughs> My dad kicked your daddy's ass. Don't talk about my daddy. Don't talk about my father. Look at him. Oh, that man. walking in here like, oh, let me go in here. Let me, let me get my five piece. Let me get you my, out here so we, you trying to get ransom when you trying to get a five piece. Man, get the wings. He getting the wings. Man, tighten that shit up. He getting the wings <laughs> with the uh, hot sauce and barbecue on top. Oh, the, you know the streets are hot. Oh my god, <laughs> man! How long you been working with him? I'm not six one. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's the whole point. I'm not six one. Not I don't look nothing like you. Jackie, like telling on himself. I, this won't work. I'm not. I'm not six one. That's, <laughs> that shit still tickle me. I mean, he not. No problem. Oh my goodness. Hey baby, how you doing? What's going on up in here? Yeah, for Mr. June Tao. I don't know Mr. June Tao. I'm his lawyer. She uh, know the words. Talking. She know what's going yeah. on. Like, stop playing. Uh, yeah, Eddie this is a Eddie Murphy scene right here. This is Eddie Murphy Billy Hill's cop. You gonna give me some gas money? You got files on you? You know, it's when you say it that way that I see it more. That he's basically just, you know what I mean? He's basically he's just be doing. He's doing. He's doing Beverly Hills Cop. He's doing Axel Foley. Yeah, but he just updated it to yeah. this time and era. Hey man, where Roscoe Chickens and Waffles Roscoe at? Chicken and Waffles. <laughs> I, I, you know, he don't have no earthly. Oh fuck. I don't know. Just tourists. I'm sorry, I'm up from out of town. Maybe. Domo. Yeah, that's, that's how I was when I came to New York. Mm-hmm. Yo, can I get a chopped cheese? Your ass ain't even getting one. <laughs> I know I ain't getting one. I was so damn mad about that. Man, no chopped cheese, no no gentrified Brooklyn. <laughs> Mad about that? Who the fuck asked? Like what? Oh man! That's when all you see is a hand. Man, that man's the villain from damn uh, Inspector Gadget. Just showing his hand. (laughs) Doctor Claw. (laughs) It's old side. You still know who June Tally is? All white. You know he a white man. Uh Now you know. Yeah, all the time, my good friend. Mm-hmm. You want so-called friend? Sure, those two don't believe you. Yeah, a white man like bossing minorities around, especially British. I don't know when that started. Like they just thought, let's just make European villains. Mm. But I'm going. I want to say Die Hard. <laughs> you may be like, right though, because it's like once that started, it became a thing. It's still a thing. 
What they trying? They trying to poison that man? So I'd be out here. Be care about interracial dating. Hey, I'm gonna ask you a question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, what? Never. I'll say right when it's over with. Uh huh. He saw the pen. He like. Yeah. He's like, oh, she in on this shit. I know. give me that goddamn shit. I, you work for Dream Tile. Uh huh. I ain't I stupid. They playing in my face. So what's your question? No, no, I'll wait till the movie over. Cause now. Nah, it shocked me when I saw it uh, last night. I was like on YouTube and I was like, what the fuck is this? What? A CBS black show that came out in the nineties. Tall hopes. You remember that? Tall, tall hopes. No. Yeah, just Google and see who the star I know, was. I know he's had wild shows back then. You sure it was the 90s? Yeah, it was the 90s. American sitcom. <laughs> what in the world is this? Hey, man, they were trying Terrence to make... Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Jo- George Wallace? Yes. Henry Horsford? What the hell? Mm-hmm. They got the pilot episode on YouTube. I was just watching that shit. Actually, this this when I just text you is what I saw, and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Hey, I'm from heaven, from Beijing. Me and him got the same. I'm black and these. <laughs> you gonna kill me? Fight me like a man. Fight me like a man. Shit. Hey, back, back. Damn! <laughs> Which one of y'all kicked me? <laughs> Man, get kicked off panel. B. Yeah, that was some wild, that was some comic book shit right there. I I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> Maybe not Jackie, but Chris Tucker should have died this scene because this scene was wild as fuck. I don't know how the fuck they got up out of here. I don't know how they got. I don't know how they got out of this or part two when they was in the spa. Oh, I love the spa. That's my my favorite scene out of all the movies. They was like, "We gonna kill you." Yeah, huh? I'm a security guard. <laughs> Wipe yourself off. You're bleeding. Oh yeah, it's coming back later. Wipe yourself off. Dead. I mean, oh, that fool like it might be hit. I bet it do hit. Chinese from a real Chinese place. All right, let me get some hot sauce. Thank you. They kick your ass out. Get your black <laughs> ass out of my place. Why are they going to kick me out? Let me get some hot sauce. What did I say wrong? Go, you, you be going Chinese place ask for hot sauce? You when I used to order Chinese food, I used to get hot sauce. What the fuck is wrong with you? Man, they used to be like, oh, my friend. I, I, yeah, what's up, man? Give me my some friend. Food. Yeah. My buddy. <laughs> They don't what see me too this, much no this more. This is Gladiator. Proximo, my friend. Because it's a local. So I could just walk there and get it. They, yeah, they get don't it. see you no more because you, yeah, you don't eat no more. They don't see I me no more. I just my teeth eat grapefruit. Had like some hot chocolate sissy. this morning. That's good. He really out here tossing guns at people. That's how I ask, that's <laughs> how I ask <laughs> yeah, What the fuck? Oh, man. Shook. He like, yeah, we all right. No, we okay. Yeah, check don't be letting them jokes fool you. Jackie Chan still spit kick the shit out of you. 
Oh, see, they learn how to use guns, and now Chris Tucker got hands. Yeah, I forgot this was uh, that spa scene was just basically a callback to this. Yeah. We kicked y'all ass. Yes, like, you know, I got oh, ass. fuck all that. God, I may just start shooting. Why you running? You got a gun? Pretty much. I don't know oh. why they hopped to touch the light before they start shooting. I just noticed that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, I don't know how they convinced Chris Tucker to do the. I know what, like, Jackie Chan, like, this is a Delta day in the park. Mm-hmm. How they convinced Chris Tucker to do all that? Yeah. Eddie Murphy ain't doing this. Yeah, man, you got to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Middle age Eddie Murphy established. I ain't doing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how he would say it. That's a good Eddie Murphy impersonation. I give you kudos. I uh, appreciate it. Because it just came out the blue. And yeah. That's exactly. That's exactly how he was like, no. <laughs> Sorry, Brent. Brent, you the homie. I ain't doing yeah, that shit. Yeah, I ain't doing that. Oh. Boy, I know that was the backdraft or whatever it is to make you blow like that got to be crazy. Hmm. Is that it's my guy? It's all use air fryers. <laughs> <laughs> what the? You know what? <laughs> I'm going to let you have it. Okay. They're going to drop the goddamn bag. They out here limping. That's right in with a limp. Like, like HBK. <laughs> why would they try to run away though from the uh, from the you know what I mean? Why they try to run away like hey, it's hey, hey, cool. Cause natural instinct kicked in. You know what he wanted to say. I knew it was your black Jesus, ass. Mary Joseph. Mm-hmm. They two keep messing shit up. Let's take a ride, gentlemen. I can't see SUVs anymore, black ones. Because anytime I see them, I think about the police. How come Carter got the, I mean, Lee got to change his fit? Because he got the juice, Carter don't. Hey, man, he with me. Nah, he ain't with you now. Taking you back to LAPD. Uh, he leaning into his face. Nah, that's some undertones going on here. Seriously, ain't nothing under about that shit. Actually, overtones. Your black ass should even been here. Basically. We white. Now keep it that way. Nah, Terrence Howard here could look fucking ridiculous. <laughs> what is this? Now I got to rely on the FBI because you uh, disgrace me. Did you really have to bring that? Shit? <laughs> but it's lined up pretty nice though. I don't know. Like, you take skill to line it up. That shit got multiple levels. And the Batman shit going up. That man got a pancake on his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. Just, nah, I won't get my daughter because your black ass interfered. Uh huh. Hello. Y'all keep fucking with me. The money going up now. 70 million. How you want it? Yeah, more more fifties. <laughs> you just said seven. How you want it? Zoo young. Zoo young. 
Well, you better get to sue young for they make her into a damn. For all this, because Lee messed up they they last business before he had to sell back Yo, to China. All I'm this, getting my, I'm getting my money back one way, or I'm getting my money one way or another. All this because my man said, "Look, I found all these artifacts and shit, and they took it from me. I'm mad." Look, I'm from around the way. I'm leaving here with something. Yeah, you know his Denzel tip. Uh, hey man, I'm sorry man. Don't be sorry for me. Sorry for you, He tried to make him feel guilty with that shit. Man, feel like it's his fault. You gotta do something about it. You know what? The more and more I think about, well, no, never mind. I guess Jet Lee was the right choice. What's that? I always wondered. Why didn't he ask Jackie to be an Expendables? But I guess Jet Li kind of fit around that time but a little bit better, maybe. Yeah. So I get Jackie it. Jackie Chan was, yeah, Jackie Chan, like, I ain't doing no sidekick shit. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still the man. Jackie Chan don't do sidekick shit now. I mean, <laughs> after I saw The Foreigner, I was just, yeah, this dude yeah, is the man. Like, I still need to watch this movie with um John Cena. Me too. I saw the one with um Johnny Knoxville. That shit was actually fun. Like, Slip Trace or whatever, something like mm. that. And got, um, Eve Torres and Kozlov. Yeah. Oh, she out here gro- grooving. Yeah, they all on the take. Look at this house. Yeah, so I was saying, I'm like, how much money were they making? Or are they just the LAPD uh, detectives just in a different bracket? I mean, I'm sure they are, but yeah. how much? Because Los Angeles did not got cheap cost of living. Look at him apologize now. He needs help. Mm hmm. She never heard this shit before, so she kind of like, oh, okay. Hey, Robin, a little girl. And then it's like, all right, I do this. I ain't doing this for you. I'm doing this for the girl. I need to do it. <laughs> One more thing. Hey. Uh, <laughs> fair as you got old. Why she hang up? You know why she hung up. He couldn't help herself. Yeah. So you go a little too far in the DMs. <laughs> hey, oh, they just stop responding. Uh-huh. Oh, I mean that oops. You <laughs> trying to laugh it off with a cry face emoji. Uh, still still not responding back to you. They like you fuck this shit up. It's like, no, you need to let them take the light. If you're gonna be bold, you gotta know how you, you gotta know who you're being bold with. You gotta know, you gotta guarantee it work because you can't be bold. Like, really? I mean, '98. He probably, you know, at that point, he probably could sneak and do this shit. Nobody noticed. Yeah, you gotta, you got an outfit on. He probably do that now. <laughs> nobody would notice. Mm-hmm. No, they tight down the airport. Well, yeah, they still kind of tight the airport. So, it's like you find out that's the whole thing. A minority with an outfit on. <laughs> don't trust him. <laughs> oh yeah, he doing he he doing what he's supposed to do. I ain't gonna bother with him. He look like he yeah. working. Now you see a white man with that on. I'm thinking he a terrorist. <laughs> like, come on, get your ass up. Let's go to work. Get your ass. We got stuff to do. Oh, I disgraced myself. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> a man like you would never understand.
dishonored your father's name. Tell a story what happened to his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did for what? My, my dad died on some stupid shit. You, just, you believe your daddy wasted his life? Prove me wrong. I'm like, y'all just let this white man come here talking. He don't know he don't he look kind of sketchy. Powerful crime was, no, he British. They trust him. Uh, white people trust Europeans. Everybody else don't. <laughs> America's like, oh, you can trust the British. That's what oh we learned. Oh my from. god, that might be the title of the episode. White people trust Europeans. Yeah, after it's funny, even though we had the war independence and World War Two, it was like we just forgot about and World War One. See, so, you know, June Tyler, the biggest crime lord here, and he just vanished somehow. Like, yeah, June Tyler, never doubt June Tyler. My advice to you, my friend, pay the pay money. The money. Oh, word. You don't want to piss off June Tao. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's an evil man. Well, what's that? What's that mean? We're all trying to find out the guy who's responsible for this. Good Lord. <laughs> the fact that he was, yo, y'all better watch our homies. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Playing in y'all face. Oh, yeah. get June Tao. <laughs> Why would they think that? <laughs> of course we trust you, Mr. Whiteley. That's uh, the plan. You know him all the time. Trust the yeah, people yeah. you hang around. Ugh. You know what? Every time I see somebody tuxedo like that, I think of Elon Musk popping up an Iron Man 2. I just frown my face. If only we know. We did. We ain't know no better. We had that. no idea. It was yeah. like, oh, this is, this is the Tesla dude. You know, funny, I had never heard him talk until that, and I haven't heard his voice since. And then it's like, yeah, he sounds like a lethal weapon villain. You should have <laughs> known then. I got my own diamond mine. Man, dad had an emerald mine. Y'all wonder, come on, man. Come on now, Mr. Bootstrap. Yeah, she threw that shit on. Where'd she find that dress last minute? We won't ask. I guess she just had a party dress just in case. Oh, my goodness. Party, party, party. Yeah. You ever going to get a tuxedo? Uh, no, but I am looking for a suit these days. And of course, he's dressing like he going to the MTV the music Grammys. Awards. <laughs> it's funny. I remember when it was it the Source Awards. It was one award ceremony. Everybody was all casual. Kobe Bryant had on a three piece suit. What color? I feel like I remember that. Wasn't like a. It was, it was black. <laughs> that man was dressed sharp. Everybody was like, "You all overdressed for this." They said, "Nah, I'm gonna stunt on y'all hoes." Yeah, he definitely dressed like he about to give Keith Sweat the beat <laughs> Millennium Award. <laughs> and the the one button with no tie, yeah, he's yeah. fit right there. That was one of my that wasn't my prom fit, but my junior year, whatever kind of like a dance we had, I had one like that. It didn't have like bow tie, I had like a little button thing. That shit was sharp too. So he couldn't he tried to give his speech, he couldn't even hold it in because they got his daughter. Out this refresh. See, see, Lee uh, Carter got some brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like see, that's where they got it from. Batman, Batman Begins. 
We got Carter here messing shit up, doing some black shit. Ah, uh, they go that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they got. Mm. <laughs> Maybe that'd be the name of the episode. Carter the. <laughs> the mm. Get your shit. Get he, had, the he, bomb. he had to get crazy. He ain't get you here. I said a bomb. Bomb. Look, 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 how he looking? Look, he getting pissed down. He about to get that Franklin uh, Franklin Saint speech. This, I built this shit. I built all this, brick. and they took it from me. Yeah. Look how he looking. He is pissed. I heard about how your daddy died at traffic stop. <laughs> heard he begged, begged like a dog. <laughs> He's like, go shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> Junto. Junto. And he turned around. I will you know, blow that know. bitch up. Six blocks of see. Look at that. Look at the dude smiling in the back. He's saying, like, I got that thing on me. Oh, my God. That's just beauty. Yes. Most of that shit was in my hands. Single private collector. Me. Huh? Uh, he better say this he man worked. was just an art thief. Yeah, I worked all my life to get this shit put together. And then y'all snatched it from me. And you snatched it from me. Who that? Man, listen, man. It's taken away from me. Yeah. Inspector Lee. I shall be paid in full. This man out here talking crazy. I'll blow it up. This man ain't a shooter. <laughs> he act like he a shooter, but he really ain't. Yeah, I, I ain't taking no chance. I, I feel it. I respect it. But that white man tell you to shoot. You gonna <laughs> shoot. Stay calm. Yeah, he nah, he he don't, he look like he just he he look, he went for an excuse to shoot. He say like I'm just want to look look off some shots. Look, guess what? You know what it is, right? Lacking. He, he had that thing on him though. Uh huh. That's how you get called Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Pretty much. So CQC. Zoom. <laughs> I ain't gonna kill you. Damn! Kicked him in the sternum. Man, he had the backhand. I'm like, he paused with the backhand. Yeah, he should have kept his head down. <laughs> tell your tell your friends about me. Just in the back of the van. Damn, they had it strapped up. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't realize Metal Gear Solid 1, you can use the grenades against Revolver Ocelot. You can? Yeah, I saw somebody do it on YouTube. I was like, I ain't taking no chance. Like, you stand in the right spot, you can do it. No, that whole touch that wire shit scared me all because I remember sh- missing some shots and and blowing everything up. So no, you can use grenades, three grenades in the fight. Things you learn a zillion mm-hmm. years later. It still seems like cheating though. It does. But you know, hey, fucking yeah, once you, you beat it, you beat no. it. <laughs> nah, I'm fight the right way. Uh, oh, the right way. You talk oh, like you talk like oh, 88. Trust me, sniper, sniper wolf. I'm out here using the damn the second fight. Yeah, I'm using those remote control missiles. All right, because oh, you were talking out there like 88 sting the right way. Man, if you don't kill that bugger. Hijack, hijack a van with a girl with C4 on. You go hand to hand comment with somebody with Uzi. You got some. Oh, he ain't he ain't trying to lick that off, huh? You yeah, sure? He, he shooting. He now. look like it to me. He shooting. He mad too. Like man, you maybe use an extra clip. <laughs> he knows why you a white man calling yourself Junta. <laughs> Yo, facts. <laughs> I'm a crime, Asian crime boss. That's too young, Papa. Man, yeah, go got, ahead. Blow us up. 
She was out here talking that slick uh-huh. shit. Uh-huh. Chris Tucker had to get that check. He's like, all right, chill out. <laughs> Push the button. Come on. Let's play along. You know kids. Kids go, kids go turn it up. <laughs> right, right out. He's like, you, all right, you doing too much. Get your ass over here. And where you going, baby? Yo, punk Chris, like, come on. Push the button. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't, yeah, he ain't about that life. Like, deal with it, please. No, he's like, you can't spend money if you're dead. Look at this man, it's just like, I'm shooting something. Cause that's one thing I learned about movies. Like, yeah, Uzi's be having bad aim. Like, you ain't up close, you missing. Yeah, it's just gonna start spraying everywhere. Yeah, keep calm, baby. Oh, in the practice room. You got it. Uh huh. Yeah, she's still out here waiting to get certified. <laughs> here go your big test. Oh, this man out here like Hoffman. <laughs> this man clipped all of them. Come on. Like Hoffman is so. Yo, come yeah, on. No more. I'm done with the whole trap <laughs> shit. Dude, dude, dude. This is the game I'm playing. I got a glizzy on me. What you going to do about it? You know how wild it is. Somebody just shoot four people. Y'all armed. Armed. Oh, y'all get clipped. I was a white man. I ain't got nothing to worry about. Oh, shit. Got shot in the back. Oh, here she go doing nursery rhymes. One batch, two batch. All right, Mm -hmm. Punisher. (laughs) Listen, man, whatever gets you through the day, I guess. Pardon me me when I run that back. At least that season with the Punishers on there. A Daredevil. That was season two, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Punisher the first half. Yeah. That shit was great. Electrical. Everybody phone the pun. Electrical was wild out. Like, I'm going to do this shit. You get my way. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if we used to have sex. That shit done. And we still going to have sex. They still yeah. was having. Yeah. They still getting it in. So. With your, with your punk ass. You better man. Everybody was telling him to man up that season. <sighs> when I do red, I put them in the ground. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, you just kill him. You think I make you? You got them right. <laughs> they were cooking. He went from talking that. That's that's wrong. So how about we do this this one time? Uh huh. That how it work, Red. <laughs> He's like, nah, you ain't built for this. You ain't no one time. You even say that, Art. I mean, uh, that's, how, that's how I feel about people. Like you be caring about pets more than people. Man, fuck that vibes. The whole thing with Red and Punisher was great for the simple fact of. Punisher was kind of justified in what he was saying. Yeah. Nah, I'm just gonna keep punching. I'm just gonna yeah, because it's like that Batman shit. I'm I'm not gonna kill him because I don't want to be like them. Uh-huh. Kind of lose his place with like all your friends dying because you out here having morals. Uh huh. Because you know who killed people? The X Men. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's why I like. I grew up with the X Men, the Avengers. They they get some bodies. They all this Spider Man. And there was shit. there was absolutely a reason why Wolverine had his own fucking comic because that motherfucker was murking people on a regular. Yeah, he had to keep villains that came back to this old. Uh, he did all that for nothing. Uh huh. Shit. Yeah. 
Why he always making that face when he's letting off that Because <laughs> that shit taking his arm where he don't want it to go. He tried to keep that shit still. One condo forever. <laughs> his, his face is be frowning up like he on a roller coaster. Jackie, doing this for real. Yes. I just climb up there wild. really fast. All right, Jackie, go for it. That is what, how high they up. Exactly. Because you see Tom Wilkinson struggling. They're basically, <laughs> he tried to carry the money, shit. Okay, that can't be all the damn money. Right? And if it is, ain't no way he, look, ain't no way he can't 70 million in cash. Okay. Up a ladder. So we on the same way in with that. All right, cool. But it's funny, as we said, I wouldn't have thought about that before Widows. Yeah, Widows changed everything. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Widows, Viola Davis. And Cynthia Every. I, I like that movie a lot more before I realized how she moved. How she's one of those I'm not black Americans that make fun of black Americans. Uh, I remember to see your sweet and sour chicken ass. Like, yes, that was racist as hell. Uh, let's just say I like how can I say I I like Widows the movie, but knowing how a certain person moved or was moving or what he said, just like throw me off every time I watch it. Which one? Uh old buddy, uh Liam Neeson. Oh, that movie got that that line got the whole Tep's hat justified. Go ahead, fight like a man. <laughs> Put the gun down. Yeah, you out here flashback from the beginning. Put the gun down. Yeah, because you know we got the drop on. It's like RG fight hand to hands, man. Fuck all that. Uh huh. I can't trust the shoe gun. Uh huh. Can't trust your ass. Yeah, get Cardi got the juice. Wipe yourself off. You did. Smiling while he do it too. (laughs) Wipe yourself off, man. You did. One thing you notice is like Carter was t- getting bodies in rush hour. Yeah, he rush, rush hour too. He was kind of hesitant because it was like you know, uh, why are you all fight, baby? You look too good. That is why she was she was beating the shit out that man the whole movie. <laughs> and he was just annoyed because he couldn't hit back till the end. God where, damn she, it. She, where she died, falling off a fell on a banana peel and killed herself. Cold game. No, almost killed herself. And then she she went out like, yeah, I'm going to go out with the cause. Damn, he, yeah, you're going to beat me up with no money. <laughs> <laughs> then he repeatedly, like he ain't, come on now, you was having trouble lifting it up. You ain't swinging it like this. Ooh, yeah, you thought you thought the damn show was doing all that. Oh, shit, I dropped the loot. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I'm making a say sound. <laughs> yeah, call it. Yeah, part of the part of just want to let go and just he want to catch it in midair like my money. Yeah, it's gone, folks. It's Christmas. I'll be snatching that shit up. It's it's in short. Hopefully, we'll die together. Because like, what's your end plan? Like, you ain't gonna climb climb up them. See, you just like Carter. Grab some more. Yeah, he definitely stuck that money. You never see him take that money back out or nothing. Oh, he got that money. He oh, moved shit. it. Uh huh. He got that. Yeah, see, that's what happened. That vest was made in Bangladesh. 
Damn, Jim Tao. He begged like a yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he watching? Uh-huh. Oh, he did. Yeah, you be thinking about water. Oh, he just fell in water. Like, he walked water back first from that height. That shit felt like cement. I, I, I'll be through I'm going to call the fire department. I, like, he playing too much right there. I can't hang on. Yeah, he's struggling. Yeah, I ain't in my 30s anymore. He probably couldn't in real life either. <laughs> I called back in the hour. What are you doing? I'll be right back. Like, I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, see, that's too much right there. I'm just playing. This man about to die. Hey, Psyche Cook on his feet, too. I wouldn't have thought about this. He's really good at his what he do. Yeah, it's movie shit, because ain't nobody thinking that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's also true. <laughs> Okay, I don't. I wonder. I don't. I'm wondering if that was Jackie Chan. Oh, even Jackie. Even Jackie might have had his limits. I don't, I don't know. know. But you know, I, yeah, I you never know. know. You've seen, you seen some of the stuff he did. Get off me, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be a polite. My nuts. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, tired. Uh-huh, they saved the day. Uh-huh. June Tao gone, Sang gone. Oh, well, it ends well. What up, homie? I got your daughter back. Oh, you're... Man, give me 20 million. Only only your friendship. Shit, give me some money. Yeah, you know, someone, I was thinking about money, at least the weapon, too. When they had the drug, they had the South African money, Rick's like, take some. Because <laughs> I was like stacking this and send all my wife, all my children through college. Uh huh. Yeah, Rick's like, take it, take it, do something good with it. Yeah, I ain't gonna like, tell nah, nobody. Nah, it's blood money. Well, make something good. I ain't saying shit. Riggs was, Riggs was about the yeah, he about that action. No, nah. it's funny how Murtaugh was just always about his conscience because Lethal Weapon 4, he's like, I'm a free the Chinese, <laughs> <laughs> like they freed the slaves. I would be like, oh, they had that man. They turned that man to Harriet Tubman. Yeah, they did. And Jet Lee was like, you better cut that shit out, macho business. Yeah, and then we got, oh, we come out on vacation. We got something for you, buddy. You got a good time. You come back. It's going to be FBI bash waiting for you. I see how y'all move. You know who else moved like that? Oh. Brian (laughs) O'Connor. Yeah, he did. Because they went from LAPD to Fugitive on a Run. So I'm in the FBI. What happened between Two Fast, Two Furious and Fast and Furious 4? Uh, let's not forget uh, his run as a ghost agent. So, I mean, I mean, it's no, yeah. it's before before all that. Oh, you're talking about, okay, all right, all right, I got you. Yeah, Fast and Furious 4, he in the FBI. Oh, he said, bitch, why'd he get mad? He didn't want to be an FBI. No, he's like, you playing in my face. Uh-huh. So, like, they friends so much, he going to China. Yeah. That's a long ass flight. <laughs> if we said about 18 hours, right? Uh-huh. Oh shit! Yeah, give me some. I'm give me another one. Yeah, I, I didn't know you know Chinese. Never asked that. Never told y'all that you'd assumed. He's like, you know what? You got me. Here you go. I think we're gonna be going to Hong Kong. I ain't been on vacation for five years. Shit. You can hang in my crowd. Show you my hood. 
Oh, he, is. you know, funny, go show him Chuck Tanger. Oh, he do too. That basically, I want someone to see the massage parlors. Yeah, like, with some mushu. You're like, mushu, you hungry? <laughs> no, Lee, I want some mushu to wear. He's like, all right. Man, let me tell you, I'll be just like him, dear. I'll take it. Nah, I'm taking the damn ambient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. That yeah, that's, why, that's why they be taking them drugs. Like, put, I want me sleep. This bear starts singing. 15 war. hours? He started singing war? Yeah, yeah, put me to sleep. And he yeah, go all the outtakes. It is a tablet, too. No iPhone. You know, I like the behind the, behind the yeah. scenes. Jackie out here to get it. Like, ah, fucking up. Um, they show you, like, he ain't perfect. So yeah. it's take time and then everything. Practice. First Caucasian, Robert Littman. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> First, yeah, Brett Ratner got jokes, huh? <laughs> oh, my funniest one is in Rush Hour 2. When they show Ricky Tandow, damn, he gonna be in Rush Hour 3. Yeah, how many... Chelsea Grammer? Chelsea. <laughs> Go back to the beginning. But that was that was rush hour as we yeah. see the behind the scenes stuff. It's like, yeah, it'll make it easier to see. One of the easiest you look. And just so y'all know, I'm no punk bitch, so we doing rush hour two next week. That's right. The favorite my, my favorite one. I think the best one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Although I want to say Rush Hour 3 is is better than I remember it being. I, think, I remember not like I remember not liking Rush Hour 3 that much when I first saw it. I like it more now. See, it's spot. I don't really remember too much, so I gotta kinda see it again. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's just the whole it's just such a yeah. time difference between two and three. Because it was a long gap between two and three, right? Yeah, they was waiting on Chris Tucker, basically. <laughs> man, I'm like chilling, Chris man. Tucker didn't want to do it to him. Money came calling. Jackie Chan was like, why are you doing something? Like, ask Jackie. I mean, ask Chris. We <laughs> ain't on him. I remember because it was like, will they, won't they? Will they ever get the third one done? Uh-huh. Now they're talking about Rush Hour 4. Four, yeah. Which I would love to see just to see. The story. More than anything. I know the chemistry gonna be there, but I think I'm watching the story. Yeah, the last time they talked about it, it was confirmed was it December twenty twenty two. Confirmed being the I mean, the hard thing now is finding a director. Yeah. Oh, I forgot they did have a series. Oh God. I didn't. <laughs> I was I was off. Remember I, I never watched any of it. I was always sketchy of those shows like that. That Lethal Weapon. It was another one yeah, they had. Weapon, at least Lethal Weapon lasted a little bit till, I guess that the dude playing Reese became became an asshole and got fired. And, <laughs> and Damian Wayans left after the next season. Damian Wayans was trying to tell y'all he was an asshole, but nobody was listening. So it was like, uh, and by the time they listened to it, it was too late. Yeah. I'm, oh, Trina Day had a series. Yeah. I catch your solid. Oh, I forgot training. They did have a series. Now I was trying to think. I was like, oh shit, okay. Yeah, yeah. they just kept doing this whole like, yeah. No, it don't work. It's like Yeah, y'all banging that's on real, the real that's real. 
I can't think of a time like Lethal Weapon was the one that worked the most. Even it didn't really work that much. It's like y'all banking on the name of the movie to oh, this one that worked, The Equalizer. Shout hey, I I never got into it. I never watched the episode, uh, but I know watch that. Yes, watch that show. That's what yeah. I do know. CBS yeah. got them shows where people just latch on to and watch. Yeah, that's why I like Super Supergirl was getting them numbers, and she felt like this shit poverty. Yeah, and this is wild because they they was like they going to CW. They was like this is great. Mm-hmm. CBS is like um, we got standards here. <laughs> it's, it's funny some of the stuff shows that's on CBS got no business being on CBS. Like Supergirl was one of them. Person interest is another one. Like they got too highbrow. Blue Bloods, CSI, NCIS, and all them damn comedies. That's what they do. Blue Bloods wrapping up their final season this year. I never watched. I think I watched one episode. It just came on randomly. Like it, they just had like it come on Friday night. Of course, no competition. I saw episode. they got a new. Uh, they got a new one of them shows. NCIS, I think in Australia. Yeah, Sydney. Yeah, yeah I, I, was saw like, the preview, I saw the previews for it. I was like, oh, shit. This, this is like a, a TV series that's just like prospering. I mean, you got to think about it. Like NCIS, CSI, Law & Order, and Chicago. Now, them checks hit. Because, you know, you want to know how long SVU been on? How long? Grey's Tell Anatomy me. is about to do season 19. Right. When Grey's Anatomy debuted... SVU had been on for six years already. Oh shit! How to get away with murder lasted six years. Mm. Scandal lasted seven. We on season twenty five of SVU. That show ain't. That show is ending when, when Mariska Hargitay decides to end it. When they say, "Yeah, we done." When she says "done," because yeah. they people still watch that. That's the whole thing about SVU. It don't matter what season it's on when it come on um, USA. Like I never watched the new episodes when they come on. Like I think the last new episode we came on when they had the crossover with um the regular Law and Order that just came back and organized crime because they had like a three part crossover. But like most of the time, I don't watch the new episodes when they come on. I watch it when USA show. And it's like it's just comfort. It's just comfort watch. Yeah, and it's like it don't matter what season it is. Like you know what season it is based on Ice T haircut. How Mariska Hargitay look, if Stabler's on there or not, or who the DA is, or like some of the case, like they be having ripped from the, like they be having some ripped stuff. It's like, oh, now we doing with um OnlyFans. Now we doing with IG models. Now we like we do some stuff that's like recent. But other than that, it's just comfort shows. The crazy thing, go ahead. The crazy thing about SVU is I've never been a consistent watcher. But I've watched, if that make any sense. Like I, I've never watched a complete season. No but, one has. Yeah, I'm just always spotty with it. Like if it's nothing else on TV, I see it's on. I'll just leave it on there and just you watch know, one or two episodes. I'm make a joke. I never watch. I probably see seventy five percent of episodes while I never watched a complete season. Because <laughs> because it's on USA all the time. Yes, it's yeah. on this other network too all the time. Like especially on the weekends. It's all. It's like it's always on USA. Like at least three days a week. It used to be on a lot more till they start running um Chicago PD on like Mondays, then nine one one on Friday. Chicago PD, that dude with that raspy voice just be, are we gonna get his head? Like I know why he has that voice, but he just you talking about some dirty ass cops. They be 
dirty on Chicago PD. He'd be, he be sounding like uh, Danny Glover and Saw. Um, yes. I just, yeah, I just always find it inter- interesting in SVU where you'll watch episode and see fucking ludicrous and then another episode you got Fred Savage. you like, wait a minute, what? Oh, <laughs> when Paulie was on there one episode... Like being this, this oh, I, I I got fake dementia. I'm out here like I'm a secret mob. Yo, why is it? Why is it anybody like the special, like, you know, special guest or person that got on the episode? Why do they always play the dirt bag? I saw one. I think it was John Stamos, and he was like, I forget what the fuck was he doing. Was he, that, was, he episode was he messing I with kids? Was, I think he was messing with kids. I am not. I can't remember. I know he's doing something nasty. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, Man, Robin Woods was out there playing everybody's faces. Like, y'all, oh, I guess you got me. <laughs> that was why he was on there. He was clowning them too, and then he then he over there like he's been on there. Um, Bowles Davis used to be on there all the time as like a as a defense attorney, mm-hmm. stressing them. Like she was on there a, a few times. No, the Ludacris episodes be cracking me up. He was really playing Ice Cube, um, Ice T's. Brother, it was supposed to be cousin end up being a brother. I can't remember. Yeah, I think that's what happened. It was like, oh yeah, we lied about who your daddy, who your mom really was. Like that, they thought it was his cousin end up being his brother. That's why he had a grudge. Like they always liked you, and they ain't like me. Like it's liquid and solid, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> no, J.K. Simmons used to be on there. Yes, J.K. Simmons playing playing like a forensic dude. Um, who else been on there? Lance Reddick was on there. When they first came, like a lot of people used to be, they used to be on SVU or just pop up. But no, when they have some special guest star. Oh, yeah. Dirt bags to be eccentric people. And one more thing about SVU. You can tell what season it is based on Ice-T fit. Because let me tell you something. Ice-T, him in much early fits, they used to dress like pimps. Ice-T used to throw that shit on like he was undercover trying to break down Nino Brown the first few seasons. And now he out there with a t-shirt on. It's like he's out there. He out eat boy. He's like, I'm just here to get paid. So I'm not uh, here for it. he ain't doing no running around no more. He, nope. I'm chilling. And I, oh uh, you remember the episode with Whoopi Goldberg where she was like she was like a caseworker who was altering with Yeah, oh. <laughs> I remember that. I was like, what is happening with this show? I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You know, people just enjoy the show, two, so they want to be in it. Two chains has been on SVU. I, I didn't see that one episode, Hargitay. but I remember people talking about it. I remember on Mariska Hargitay's IG, they were in picture all hugged up, and I was laughing my ass off. It is wild. I was like, and also, you gotta remember, y'all forget how beautiful she is. Like, you know, her mom was a beauty queen, right? And her dad was, was in the bodybuilding. I don't know if you saw that recent clip, it was some award ceremony. It was on, and she was out there, and she's like, "Yeah, see this? Um, make sure you get this bracelet." <laughs> like she had a chain on, right? Clean, like, yeah, make sure you do it. She's out here vamping. I'm like, yes, just because she be running out there with that pantsuit on, don't think that she don't know how to throw it on when she feel like it. And I don't know if her and Stable ever gonna get together. They need to. Like, let's cut this out. I'll stop playing in everybody's face. Stop, stop playing. <laughs> like, he don't got a wife anymore because. I can watch organized crime. I, I need to catch up on it. I know them early scene. They was that they was moving wild out there. That was some on some wire shit. So, but no, that's 
it's funny like the comfort shows that we just watch in the background it's like as you watch usa because i watch usa because of wrestling and then it's like svu always on so i watch svu um i know we got a chance to talk about this like off air but i guess we should talk about it here well now we did talk about it a little bit yesterday but um i see it's more of a big thing about scream fucking up the bag and, and more people are talking about like what the fuck are y'all doing and everybody's saying what we saying like i hope y'all not trying to like move this with Ghostface as getting people in the movie theaters because it's more of the cast. We didn't go in depth with it, yeah. but now we can because there's like more stuff coming out. I was like, okay, so anybody here, Melissa Barrera, the star screen, got fired for comments that was deemed anti-Semitic, even though she started her statement saying, I'm I'm not down with anti-Semitism. Like she mm-hmm. started off saying- She started off saying it. Basically how, basically how things have been going is if you speak out on the side of Palestine, you might lose your job, which is why a lot of people not saying stuff. And it say a lot that think of it this way: if Tom Cruise tell you moving wild, uh, you move. Maybe wild. You need to. And it's like that's Tom Cruise. Maybe you need to check the mirror, because like this shit. That's the whole thing that people don't understand. How you think this is gonna look like five years from now? It's not gonna look good. Y'all gonna be like, oh, it don't look like, good now. It don't look good now. But everybody too, everybody kind of like, well, I don't want to get fired. I don't get fired. I'm like. It's gonna look horrible. Like all the like, all you gotta do is watch *Lethal Weapon* two. Guess what? South Africa was the, were the bad guys, sir. Like it is, it is wild thinking that that that's the main plot point of movie is they mad at black people being in charge, and you got Mel goddamn Gibson being a hero against <laughs> white supremacy and apartheid. You know how wild that sounds now. Uh-huh. And that was a thing then, and it's like, guess what? That's gonna be y'all. That's how y'all gonna come off. It ain't gonna be that far. It ain't gonna be ten years from now. It's gonna be like a couple years. Oh shit! I know we're gonna be like that. So she and then guess what? She doubled down. She's like, you know what? I'm a Latina. I'm a person of color. I know how this look like. I got a voice. I'm using it. Mm-hmm. Whatever yeah. happened, happened. She knew this whole. Oh, I ain't mean it. She was like, she stood on her feet. And then they did the whole thing with um. Jenna Ortega thought, oh, well, she wasn't going to be in the movie anyway because of her schedule. You oh, know, word. Right? <laughs> be like four things at the same damn time. That man going to be in Fantastic Four. He's like, oh, is he going to have time because he's in this other movie and he's going to be on The Last of Us. And you know what he said? We're going to make it work. Because mm-hmm. guess what? When they like you and you're important enough, they make that schedule work. They might have to change some stuff around, but it's like they'll make it work. So the whole thing is you trying to tell me Jenna Ortega, who is a bigger star now than she was when she first signed her. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, she wasn't going to be in a movie, no way. And got nothing to do with it. Okay. Tell us whatever you want to tell us. Yeah, who you who you lying to? Like, wait, wait, so, wait. We go, so the whole thing is like, we're going to redo the whole script and we're going to try to bring back Nev Campbell. Uh, hmm. Okay. You mean the same Nev Campbell that, that wasn't in the last screen because y'all shortchanced her? Yeah, because y'all want to play cheat. And now it's gonna be like, well, we're gonna try to bring her back and Patrick Dempsey. But I'm like, and you think she you? not gonna read the tea leaves what y'all trying to do? If anything, she's gonna like yeah. she gonna cause like even because like cause they put her like what's the benefit of her coming back? Nothing. It's a lot, it looked a lot worse if she do come back with how things going. Cause basically saying, Oh, you, you know, y'all, you know how they move, you just took the money, huh? And she ain't dumb. It's mm-hmm. like they already disrespected her in the first place. And now y'all making her come out because if she come back and say yes, she's gonna be looking like the like looking like the villain. Yeah. 
because of what y'all did. Yeah, so it's basically like you know, if you come back, it's all good. We do what you want. She gonna, you know, you take all the take it. You take all the energy off us. Like the optics are just wild. Basically, we gonna replace our Mexican women leads and push our black and push our black leads in the background to bring back a white woman that we already discarded. Clearly, oh, we don't need like, you no more. Y'all <laughs> like, just and that's the thing. It's kind of like. It's amazing anybody successful in Hollywood because they just seem to be just tone deaf when it comes to like y'all don't know how this looking is like. Who do y'all think watch these movies now? Just like the people y'all pissing off. Like, if you don't want to know how silly Hollywood is, we just went through a strike, right? Before initially the strike came out, what did they say? Oh, you know, we'll just you know wait till they you no know, need money. Pretty much, we'll wait till they need money. We can wait this out, and you and they stood together, and everybody stood what ten toes down. On their business, like, no, shit need to change. And it got changed. We set our money on fire instead of just saying we were wrong. We'd rather lose money ourselves instead of paying people the money that we could have saved. Put Hollywood behind by at least one or two years. But it's okay, you know. But what? I I don't know, because like I said, it's going to be, you're going to have movies come out next year, but it ain't going to be what was supposed to be scheduled and all that good yeah, stuff. And, and it's like, it's affected everybody. I know I'm not variety. I know like we know this, like variety seemed to have a grudge against Marvel. Oh, of course. Yeah. And it's like, it's been a lot of that. And, it, and a lot of it seemed to, and a lot of it seemed to be like racially and sexually tinged. Cause this whole Marvel thing is just wild. It's like, oh, are we, oh, it's like, y'all didn't have this. Less. You know what? I, I, I've been thinking about this, about the whole Marvel thing. And it, it, I think I got one of my thoughts together. <sighs> Marvel's going, but well, I'm still going through a change. But they, you know, things now things out of their hand they can't help. Things that out of like Chad Don, that's out of their, they, they can't help that, right? So, but the things they can, I think Marvel is moving in a great direction. That's just me personally. The movies I have enjoyed, like I enjoyed uh, the Marvels movie. Um, but the thing is, it almost feels like the beginning. Where everything wasn't hit, and everything wasn't a hit, it was kind of like, eh, it's okay, or I like this, or this is really good at best. Still feels like that time where, well, we gonna look back at this when they get to a certain point where, but damn, no, this shit is really good. Like when they got to, um, phase three, yeah, phase three, it was like they were just knocking them out the park. But phase one, phase phase two, it seemed a little similar, but this one's just more of the. Oh, I don't know why we have all this women. And, you know, it's just, it's just yeah. pushback for pushback that's, sake. That's, that's all. part of that. You know yeah. the other part is, and people won't accept that, the difference between something like if an MCU movie come out now compared to when Iron Man came out then is like when Iron Man came out, you compare Iron Man to like Fantastic Four right. or Daredevil or like comic movies that came out of the X-Men and Spider-Man. When you make a movie now, you compare it to MCU movies you already saw. Like, you are in a different position yourself yeah. than you were when it first came out, and it's more comparison. So, of course, it's going to come off different. And, to be perfectly honest, streaming messed them up, but streaming messed up everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, yeah. They streaming yeah. messed up every... People didn't realize how that would look. Not just behind us, not just money-wise. Like, y'all did way too much stuff too much like the point the fact of the matter is when it's like i'm sure there's like 45 50 shows i would like i will never get a chance to watch like it's it's impossible like we have far 
too many shows and it's like you have no way of knowing what make money or what don't make money or what's successful don't successful and like we talked about before why well, i'm gonna watch a show that's good if it's gonna last one season they're gonna get rid of it and it's not designed to last one season yeah like i'm i'm kind of wary of that like i don't want to like i want to invest in something that it may not pay off like I'm wondering, like you know, I know we get in a season three of the Bear. Remember the old man mm-hmm. on FX? Yes, yes. I can't. I have no idea when season two going to drop. Either. I assume they're going to do one, but you got to kind of like you know, Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow are not the youngest of people, and and we forget Jeff Bridges almost damn near died <laughs> during COVID time. So it's like I don't want to invest in shows that's not going to be around, and. I think now people kind of take a step back. It's like, yeah, maybe we need to focus on quality. Like, as far as the MCU go, oh, let's talk about the MCU. When Daredevil come out, I mean, when Daredevil come out and when Deadpool come out, that shit gonna go out the window. Oh, I know. Not gonna... Yeah, yeah. Oh, and guess what? It's gonna be real funny next year when you realize that only you get one MCU movie and it's like, well, what are we gonna watch? You better wait till Superman drop. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get you better watch Venom 3 and like it <laughs> like it's gonna be cause it, it's gonna be from this whole thing we had too much and I think it might have been time where it's like you forget they did drop a lot of stuff between just streaming and movies to you're not gonna like 2025 gonna have a lot of stuff but 2024 gonna be like damn what am I gonna watch now it's gonna be a whole bunch you know y'all talking about how cause everybody talking about you need to let comic things breathe and all that we gonna find out. We gonna put that shit to the test, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, Damn, when X Men '97 coming out? Y'all be out here googling IO Nine, looking like dropping things. When that Agatha show coming out? Shit. Like, so what, what are we supposed to watch? So I was looking at why you was talking to old man. I'm looking at the old article in May. So they did shut down production as soon as the writer strike. So I guess they were mm-hmm. working, cooking. So I guess we all get a season, but who who knows when it's going to come out, though? That's the whole thing. Yeah, I know AMC coming to new shows. Um, oh, yeah, man. Rhea Seahorn, Giancarlo Esposito. It's just wild. Like, it's just funny. Every time I see Giancarlo Esposito, like, how his career is just completely different from how it started. Mm-hmm. Yes, because he's he was, on a niche. He was a villain. He was always the, the character piece in a Spike Lee film. That's always I remember him from. Now it's like just be menacing. Man, he just a man. <laughs> uh, like I'm a villain that never have to shout. Never. So, but uh, it's 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 gonna be a wild it's gonna be a wild thing, and I'm just curious to see how stuff play out just in general with TV and movies. And because it's like also I haven't been in Russia to go to movies in a while. It's like I'm gonna go see Aquaman, but that's like it ain't nothing that I've seen since the Marvels that make me want. Let me tell you something. Movies. I'm gonna tell you something about this shit. It's kind of, I don't want to say like what's the point, but what's the point? Like, there's there's not gonna be an Aquaman after this. Apparently, he's gonna be a playing a whole new character. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to. It's kind of like I like Aquaman. I like Jason Momoa enough to go see it, but it's like that's a good point where DC kind of shot himself in the foot. The same thing happened to Fox. If you already know this stuff not counting, then what's the like? You have to sell it based on like, I'm like, it's funny with DC movies. Like everybody folks on Marvel talking about how they ain't bulletproof no more. I'm like, 
Have y'all checked the box office of DC movies lately? They must like, be. Ignored. They have been in the mud for a while, and a lot of that is self-inflicted because they basically said we starting over, and none of this stuff count anymore. So I don't know why you got excited about this. And they want like, yeah, y'all try to go. Oh, we just, it's the Rock fault, and that lasted until Shazam came out. I watched, I watched the Flash movie, and I watched Shazam. Right, didn't like neither one of them. Wasn't impressed. I almost I didn't like. I, there were things to enjoy, but I just went thing. But I just recently watched fucking Blue Beetle. That's a Boy, fucking yeah, fantastic yes. movie. Yes. That's a glad, fucking fantastic people, film. Yes, people in real life, like, yes, that movie hit, and that movie suffered because they had to deal with DC's nonsense. That's the only reason why that movie didn't make money like it should have. Because I, I love that movie so much. I'm like, so fucking like good. This. It felt real. Yes. It felt, it, it felt like lived in. It felt like this feel like a, a, a family. It felt like Black Panther. Like it, it yeah. It, like it, it, it felt like authentic. Like you put your foot in it. It felt, I don't know. It was a good feeling watch. Maybe because I was watching the Thanksgiving. It just felt great. Like it was all about family and sticking together and. Man, it was just in. It, it, you know, it felt believable. Great. Yeah, like you can. It felt relatable, and people talk about like people don't find out the Marvels. It's a whole generation of women, especially like people, don't, especially with Muslims. And I talked about this with you when we were doing Miss Marvel. Y'all have no idea. We don't have a whole bunch of heroes. All right, like it is slim pickings, and we haven't really looked good in movies since Rambo three. Uh oh, and it came out. Yeah, that came out when it came out, and that's wild to think about that. Like I talk about with Lexi all the time, was like it's slim pickings. So the fact that y'all don't realize how important Iman Vellani's gonna be, like she is a role model to a whole bunch of people who look like her who never saw someone like her, like a hero. Think about smile, see Tiana Paris, like oh I can I can have natural hair and be a superhero. Yeah, I can I could be brown and look like that and look and be a superhero. Like she's, we didn't have that. She's so good at interviews that's what i'm always impressed with when she do interviews and on tv shows she's just like on it she know what to say she's living her dream i get it i know people made jokes about the whole more people need to be like cm punk with this whole i ain't here to make friends i'm here to make money i say that work with your asshole and people want to hear that nobody want to hear superman people want to hear if you batman you can be like that i'm gonna hear superman say that they want you to be heroic she is a she is out here Living her dream job, she could she writing the Miss Marvel comic now. She could like keep in mind she grew up watching Iron Man, mm-hmm. and now she get to do those things. Like I'm a, imagine being a comic nerd growing up in this era, and you get to do that as your job. Like that's what you wanted to do, and you get to do it. It's like that's hell yeah, and it's like she just has natural charisma, and they know that's the whole thing. Like she's the future, and it's kind of like it's the Marvels isn't just. The problem is a movie like the Marvels has it's a movie for a demographic that critics don't care about because their whole thing mm-hmm. is cater to me. If you ain't catering to me, yeah. it's woke, this trash. So, like I knew the Marvels gonna suffer because keep in mind it came out when people weren't liking the MCU. And you saw my tweet. Yeah. It's a movie directed by a black women, starring three women, two of my color. And Brie the and man star and y'all don't like Brie. Y'all don't like the white one. Yeah. It's like Brie Larson, who y'all don't like, Tiana Paris and Marvel, a black woman and a brown woman who has a brown family. And the main man the speaking role is Samuel Jackson. And the woman and the villain is a black woman with grills. Directed by a black woman. 
And the other man that has a main role is an Asian man. Hell. Oh, and y'all be surprised. White male critics don't like that. Pre told y'all about them a long time ago, and they've been getting on her ass since because she spoke the truth. Mm-hmm. Y'all proved the point. Like, I, I already knew that movie's going down the damn block. You know, so everybody talking about, oh, that's the show that I'm like, no, I ain't got nothing to do with that. And if that you don't, do that movie that was the, on the MCU's fault, and that's on y'all fault. And if you don't believe what we're saying, go to Rotten Tomatoes. Look at every white male that's reviewed the film, and they'll look outside of them. And you tell me mm-hmm. the difference. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. And just look at like how they've been covering, how they've been talking about the director. And this, I just noticed how it's been this thing, and like it's an MCU thing in general, but like people of color, because you saw they start they getting Takarotini's ass. Oh, oh he yeah. only directed Thor because he needed to make money. That's why most people take jobs. What is right? Yeah, do y'all know how the job works? <laughs> Jason Moore used to talk about how I'm glad I got to do this. I used to be broke. Till Game of Thrones dropped. Like, it's like most people, like, if you're struggling, you gotta get a job. That's how most people, I think this whole Kenneth Branagh said this thing. Oh, I don't know about You think Kenneth Branagh read Thor? It's funny how they get on Taika Waititi because he said he never read Thor and he just took the job for money. Kenneth, but they like Kenneth Branagh slide. You really think Kenneth Branagh, he's like, I don't know about this silly shit. I'll just do it like Shakespeare. That's basically what he said. Like, Thor seems silly. I'm gonna treat it like it's a play. And they're all talking about how genius they were for doing that. And why all of a sudden we act like we don't like we didn't love Thor Ragnarok. Who don't like Thor Ragnarok? Oh, apparently it's like that's the that's the funny thing now. How you know how people go with revisionist history? It's like if I don't like the present, I'm gonna pretend I don't like the past either. Yeah, yeah. Like I said I did back in the day. And it's like that's what I'm like, y'all don't need to do that. Y'all, yeah, y'all have to lie. If you don't like him now, that's fine. But stop acting like y'all never liked him. Like, cause I know y'all did, and y'all just want to lie because you want to justify. Like, you don't need to. What's that? You ain't got to lie, Craig. I never, I never liked him anyway. Uh-huh. Like, you, don't, you don't need to do all that. I remember uh, Thor Ragnar. I was like universally the that movie for yeah. a while. Yeah, people. It was some people saying it was too much humor. But for the most part, everybody enjoyed. It, cause guess what? It wasn't like. What was y'all comparing to? Sort of and, and that's another thing. See, when you, the folks who you said that was too much humor, y'all never read a Thor comic. Because I've read Thor comics, and I'm just like, ugh. Thor is silly. This is silly and boring. And inherently silly. And it's like every, you know, I, I need Thor with some pathos. It's like, some of that gooby goop shit they were talking about. And I'm just like, I know that's what that was always my pushback. I only enjoyed Thor when it was an Avengers comic. Outside of that, I was just like, you, I guess that, that's the main issue with a lot of the MCU stuff because it's based off comics. We uh, only the nerds read. Mm-hmm. Like everybody read Spider Man, X Men. You had to be a comic. Like, like I, I make fun of y'all who read Iron Man. Yeah, so I'm like, I raise my hand. It's cool. I mean, it's like because basically it was Spider, it was Spider Man, Hulk, and X Men. And it's wild that Hulk was so damn popular because it's like he just a big green monster jumping around. <laughs> but that was the big three. It was not the damn Avengers. Like it was, it was more people rocking the trust. Yeah, me, it was more people rocking the damn Silver Surfer than it was rocking Thor. If we gonna we gonna be real with it, so but it's it's fine. But since they couldn't use those characters, we made the Avengers something. So now all of a sudden it's like you gotta stick to the gravitas of Thor. I'm like right, the whole base of a Thor is silly on his. Like I hear, I hear y'all talk about Thor one, the first Thor. I know it's like stop. No, he used to walk around with a cane, pretend to be a doctor when he hit the cane, turned to Thor. All right, stop. 
like this, whatever. So I know it's this whole thing, like being up the MCU, because people people blame the MCU for ruining cinema. Because like we used to get rom coms to the MCU came, we used to get action coms, we used to do all these movies, we used to get Armageddon to the MCU came. You know, and that's the and that's my pushback. But people say that you have movies like a film we did on here, The Lighthouse, right? You have Oppenheimer, you have Barbie, but somehow through all this, you still get to say. Oh, but comics messed up cinema. Stop! Just make they good say, shit. They only say comics. They say the MCU. MCU. Just yeah, make good shit. We had the funny thing is, we had four super like we had four Superman movies, and nobody was making comic movies besides Superman. Batman is the reason we start getting comic movies, and I meant to talk about this because it's gonna be a movie we eventually do. It's funny the comic movies we got after Batman though. It's kind of like I want to do comic movies. But I want to do current stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to do old stuff because that's how you know Hollywood. My old people. Why are we doing the Shadow or Dick Tracy? Fuck if I know. I remember watching what, that the, movie. I'm like, turning that shit off. For I remember. I listen. I'll tell you a lot of y'all not. I remember getting. I getting it. Renting it. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I think I rented it. The Shadow. Starting it. And I didn't even get 30 minutes in. I just turned it off. I was like, this shit's boring. What the fuck is this? I never watched it. Never finished and it. I know why. Because like we had execs who like in the 60s and 70s. When I was a kid, I read Dick Tracy. So that's what the kids want to see. Like, no, imagine making a Dick Tracy movie in the damn 90s. Man, that shit look good. What was the last time? Like, I know I'm it made like, money, but that shit look crazy, yo. I'm like, when was any, like, Batman, Batman. Yeah. Like Batman's time, like people still reading Batman when Batman came out. It was like this whole we doing Conan or something like that. It's like y'all doing, you know. And guess what? The Phantom was in that too. And I actually enjoyed the Phantom. But like the Rocketeer, I'm like, wait, why are we doing all this old 19th? There is kind of like I wasn't comic movies, but I wasn't Indiana Jones stuff because that other stuff seemed goofy. And I'm like, imagine being put off by comics and then you want to comic comics, but you're doing the Phantom. Like I and I guess what? This is someone who loves the Phantom. Billy Zane got a lot of balls. He running around that damn purple hey, costume. Out. Hey, I think he you at know, that time he, daylight. he was the man to do it around that time. Uh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do it for the show. Oh, I, I listen. I adore. I adore Billy Zane because I think he does his films. He is so damn earnest in that movie. Yeah, and this is and you know what? It's funny. I was making a joke with Jay about it. It's kind of like. I forgot how Catherine Zeta-Jones used to be the whole, when you want to get an exotic white woman, you get her. <laughs> Is she white? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, she's white. Oh, even though I didn't know, because we saw Zorro was thinking she was Mexican. She's Welsh. Yeah. I had no idea, because I saw Zorro, I'm like, you know, I had no idea. It's like, when you wanted a white woman that had some quote-unquote color that seemed mysterious, and you and Angelina Jolie was busy, you got Catherine Zeta-Jones. That was her, that was her role. That's a wheelhouse. And, <laughs> well, and it's just wild where it's like he, he out here hollering Chrissy Swanson. I'm like, Catherine Zeta Jones is right there. What you doing? What you doing, Billy Zane? Like, but that's that's fine. But no, I it's family used to be one of those movies to come on HBO all the time. Yeah, it did. And it's funny how um James Cameron's like that's the reason why he got in Titanic, because he liked he liked him in the Phantom. <laughs> Which is wild when you watch him in Titanic. Man, that man's no, a menace. That man is a menace. <laughs> Yeah, but it's funny when they just come to this whole people getting this whole I'm like the MC falling in this face. Like, what do you think that's gonna happen with movies? Cause it's kind of like 
y'all talking about the MCU ain't hitting. Ain't nobody hitting. It's not like a few people. MCU nobody. fatigue. Yeah, it's Relax. like because I don't hear because I hear MCU fatigue and I hear Fast and Furious fatigue, but y'all don't say nothing about Mission Impossible. And Mission Impossible made less. Y'all talk people talk about how Fast Nine was Fast Ten was a disappointment. It made more money than Mission Impossible did, and y'all like Mission Impossible more than Fast and Furious. So and so explain that to me. I was like, oh, I'll, you know what people say? I don't know what happened. That's usually how it goes. I well, I was like, y'all forget. Fast and Furious movies have always been more popular than Mission Impossible. Always. And they've always made more. And I know y'all went to see Top Gun Maverick and so y'all thought everybody going to see Mission Impossible. It's like, that ain't how it works. Uh, yeah, yeah. People was just tired of them. Like, if it wasn't it's a lot. The biggest movies was Barbie, Oppenheim, Super Mario Brothers. Like, everybody else was like, y'all was tired. People wasn't movies less. I don't know why. They just did. It wasn't just an MCU thing. It was everybody. Yeah, it's not because I feel I feel with time a lot of these early uh Mar- not early but these movies that's coming out now recently from Marvel are gonna get a lot of oh you know maybe we looked at it the wrong way oh this is really good because I've I've even seen people talk about the um the current Marvels movie like oh no this movie's really good it's on a small scale of everything that's been happening on the MCU but it's a good film people who've actually seen it. And taking it for what it is has enjoyed it. Yeah. It's people who are in the industry who don't, who sick of comic movies are like white men who mad they see them on screen has got this problem. We saw that with the Eternals. Oh, I'm in hindsight, it was actually, it was, I could see what they was doing. I see what Chloe's out trying to cook. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. You was just feeling a certain way because y'all miss Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. <laughs> That's all. That's all it is. That's that's most of that talk. I, and most of it is really Robert. I don't see. I, I miss Iron Man. I don't got Iron Man no more. It's like, yeah, you don't the get funny, over it. You know the funny thing is when he did shit outside of the MCU. Did y'all, y'all go and rush? Go, besides Sherlock Holmes, y'all don't see nothing else. Yeah, it's funny how that happened. Y'all want um, Chris Evans? He could. Why he just doing Captain America movies? Because when he do other stuff, y'all don't want to go see it. Clearly, until until he start playing the asshole and um, knives out, then y'all want to see that like him being an asshole and that what's that what's that Netflix movie, The Gray Man. Oh yeah, with your boy Ryan Gosling. The fact that they doing uh, a sequel to that is just nuts to me because just how much somebody, my, somebody's watching those movies. Yeah, I mean, be, I, overseas. I mean, hey, I watched it right. Yeah, I actually want to do it for the show, but it's just like. You made me think about the budget they spent and what we got. It just didn't look. Something was off about that movie. I ain't, something was off. I'm always curious about how Netflix makes what it makes. Because Netflix is obviously being successful and they oh, have yeah. been making more money since they raised their prices and stopped having people share their passwords. <laughs> but it's just wild where it's like they cut off. It's like they pick and choose what shows they push. It's like they got a lot of great shows that they don't push. They seem to push like a very small select shows. And those shows be like, I look at the book. Stranger Things is not cheap. And I'm like, y'all be spending MCU movie money. But I'm like, how y'all get that money back? Like, yeah, I know. I mean, I know how much they charge me per month. But I'm like, I got to see how the math. It it seemed like in general with streaming, the math don't be mathing. For nobody, because I remember it was a, a couple, maybe a couple of years, or maybe recently, where they were saying basically that 
oh, Netflix is losing money. All right, you're losing money, but these shows keep cranking. You know what I mean? It's like y'all seem like y'all put more into it, but if y'all losing money, what are we doing here? You let like, you a pullback. Like, basically, they're like, we just out here building a foundation so it makes sense in the end. It's like, you can do that when you got a lot of money to burn. Because now they're doing the whole thing. We're going to bring out more quality, but less stuff. Yeah. Which so, uh, I Basically, what Apple does, and guess what? Apple has an advantage where they don't need Apple TV to make any money. That's yeah. marketing. Because they make a zillion dollars off their electronics. Listen. They I'll, can do something like that. Amazon can take losses because it's like they make their money doing other stuff. Like entertainment, is, it, they have inherent advantage where entertainment is a secondary division of what they do. So it's like, if it make money, that's fine. If it don't, we can just raise Amazon price, Amazon Prime price for shipping. We will be just fine. I think that's the Everybody beat. else is like, Netflix, y'all in the entertainment business, so y'all gotta make money. That's the beautiful thing about Apple where it's just like, no, but what we put out, this shit gonna knock. It may not be for you, but this shit gonna knock. Mm-hmm. They ain't not just putting out random shows just to be putting them out. Respect it. Yeah, it's like it's wild when that Godzilla shows on Apple TV. Still haven't started it yet. I'm you just behind. I'm behind on everything. But you know what? Now I got the afternoon free. Fuck am I doing? I might start it today. Oh, it must be nice. Some people have jobs. <laughs> you just get to watch stuff. But um, no, it's it's just a funny thing because like how I'm just curious to see how we've talked. I'm just curious to see how next year looks, just in general. And also, it's kind of like we talked about the stuff with um screen. People need to realize that I know it's this whole go woke, go broke thing. It's like conservatives ain't going to see your stuff. They going to see Sound of Freedom. They going to see Kirk. Cam- they going to see Kirk Cameron stuff. And it's like, <laughs> like they are. It's like this is stuffing out there. White Jim Caviezel is working because of right wing stuff, and it's always going to be a lane there, and it's only going to be so big. That's never like they'll. That's the whole thing. The people y'all make fun of, those are people that spend their money. You look at the demographic, who people go mostly who people see the movies the most? Latins. If it ain't white people, it's Latins. Horror movies, Latins. It's Latins and us, basically. It's young people. And it's kind of like the people, like the people that's running screen, your fan, you think about your fan base being people that's like white dudes in their 40s and 50s. Guess what? They checked out a long time ago. I mean, it's true. It's who you think gonna see a screen movie starring black and brown people? Us. That's who's gonna see it. I, and you pissing us off? You think we? Oh, we gonna go like? No, we don't. It don't work that same way. It's like you know, I don't know, but you like they. It's just the the optics that seem kind of like you pissing off your customer base. To what point? And I thought people would have learned this lesson. So, well, you make movies too woke and you're going to piss off the right one. I'm like, they're not going to go see your They just want people like us to be upset. They're not going to go see your movie. That's not, that's because you pissed us off on me that, oh, now we're going to support. they never going to support you. It's not mm-hmm. about that. They just don't want you supporting us. And people don't learn that lesson. So they do the whole thing kind of like, oh, we're just going to cater this this audience i'm like you got your own peril good luck with that because you know you know who learned that lesson wrestling oh yes absolutely pro wrestling pro because guess what the idea of pro and that's why i did that because we can segue to pro wrestling the idea like 
how people feel who watch pro wrestling compared to who actually was pro watch pro wrestling. There's not a match. It is not a match whatsoever. I can tell you about pro wrestling crowd tends to be a very a very liberal crowd, mm. very diverse crowd. But you wouldn't hear you wouldn't think that you hear how old how bunch of red bunch of redneck dummies. I'm like maybe back in I'm like that probably never matched up. Sure, back in the seventy eighties, was mostly ethnic families. I'm like Bruno San Martino was not making that money off rednecks. I mean, it's kind of yeah. like yeah, I like yeah. So it's like you thinking like who watching wrestling is kind of like that's why they market the way they market. It's all that talking about we need to do it back how we used to do in the eighties and Jim Crow. Like that crowd, that crowd dead or they watch NXT. That whole how you used to do it back in back. You mean when the Freebirds had a Confederate flag on their face? Yeah. That, and that, and, and that the cr- fucking robe. Days. <laughs> the robe and vest and all yeah. types of shit. I'm like, that, I used to call like Jim, that Jim Crow wrestling has this place. I'm like, that place is not now. And that time is not now. I always, you know what? I always found that weird. Because imagine being past Watley and Michael P.S. Hayes coming out with that damn robe. And fans are cheering. I'm like, but they the heels. What the fuck going on right, right now? Look. Don't, don't yeah, all right, all right, all right. I remember, like, I, it's funny, you don't think it, like, you don't think about that stuff when you're younger because you don't, you're just younger. Yeah, when you're older. It's like, because not even just the free bird, the big boss man. <laughs> yeah, he had this shit on his little shirt, the patch. <laughs> and, and it was like, yeah, that just used to be a thing. And it's like, ah, mm. I'm always wary. And I tell people all the time, be careful what you elevate because of nostalgia. Like Yo. a lot of times you think stuff is better because you were in a better place in life. I, I, that on this- I've always just been that way because like I'm a kid, I'm watching the free breaks. I'm not thinking nothing of it. But then when I get of age, I'm like, I know what that flag mean. Mm-hmm. They're bad guys. But mm-hmm. why are they getting cheered in the ring with this black guy right now? Oh, okay. Now shit's starting to click to me. And it is always, I always look at the Freebirds different. Even no matter when they went to WCW, I always just looked at them like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like they, they don't seem that, like they might have been cool to you at a certain age. It's like, eh. And especially you see how Michael P.S. Hayes moves. Hearing how he moves in the back. I'm yeah, like, oh, it make, everything like, makes sense. Of course. And it's like, I don't blame him. Oh, no, no, no. It's no. him. I'm kind to a certain point because it's like Shawn Michaels don't move how he moves. But it's like the same. It's like, no, unless you change. You, at a certain age it's like you look at you view stuff differently and it's kind of like i'm not gonna judge people who like that back then who didn't know any better but we know better now and y'all elevating that stuff now like them the good old days let I'm me like, catch one of y'all people. saying some shit good about that <laughs> go on wrestling twitter let me go. everybody anybody that's, that follows steve maybe post about wrestling about the 80s they all talk y'all need to book this way the old days when stuff was drawn i was like it all got that same Mid nineteen eighties Southern wrestling. I'm like, yeah, you mean when there was barely any black people? When it was a artist? whole lot of racism. Yeah, and not enough blacks. Miss, it's like no, that's like that's that's the whole thing. We made a joke. The only the only reason black people nostalgia you can be cool is the nineties. That's the only that's the decade you could be nostalgic for and be your heart. You go you go past the nineties. Yeah, I'm looking at you sideways. You. Like nostalgic for what? It was not like it was yeah, not that I gotta, good for us back. Then. I gotta admit to you, I used to be probably maybe ten years ago. I would go back and watch a lot of NWA stuff. 
I don't think I, I world class. I kind of stopped that a long time ago. But NWA, I'm gonna go back and watch now. I can't say the last time I sat back and watched anything of that. I'm usually like around that '90s era, right where you said around '90s and up. Because a lot of stuff don't sit well with me, and then I just saw how they booked, and just because I, the more that I know now, knowing how a lot of folks move, like that shit don't sit right. Seeing cool on promos, you listen to some of them promos, and it's like, yeah, I like black people, like Herschel Walker, they root for me instead. Look. No, Rick, I'm not. It's like it's something about it's funny about it's something about Rick Flair where it's like it's a certain time frame you can listen to him and be fine with. But his best stuff is best not to look too deep because it is some racial old undertones and how Rick Flair presented himself that you wouldn't notice unless you really paint because it just pop up every now and then. I'm not even talking about stuff you hear behind the scenes, it's just like little stuff. Because you know, what you want to think about that is hey. Rick Flair. Everybody like Rick Flair. I know you I know you may not remember this. And it's cool if you don't, but it always stuck in my mind. I'll never forget it. Do you remember the promo that he cut before he went against JYD at the class of champions? No. All right. Put it this way. It was kind of similar to that trip. No, it was actually it was kind of similar to the Ron Simmons uh was it Vader? Race? Yeah, it was kind of yeah. similar to that. And I it always just rubbed me the wrong way. Then hearing how Teddy Long said, oh, yeah, Ric Flair used the N-word. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm just like, yeah, it's all a, right. It's wild where that was just a thing. Like, even you watching WWF and it's kind of like, why are we cheering for, imagine being a black person being told to cheer for Roddy Piper gets bad and brown. And you see Roddy Piper got half. Black face. Black face. For yeah. no damn reason. Yeah. And they never said, and even Monsoon, was, and they was like, I don't know what's up. And they kind of like, what? Yeah, I'm gonna put commentator it, was like, it's it's some weird stuff going on with with the hot rod. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna just leave it as. Eventually, we will do. They live, but that wrestling shit when he did that shit still don't sit with me well because I don't. Cause I I'm didn't like, understand the point. Don't I'm like, I don't either. Like I'm watching this. It's like that's the thing about '80s wrestling. You may not know about Confederate flag stuff when it came to like NWA. You watched WWF. You knew when they was moving wild. Because I was like, I saw Hakeem. Hakeem. I'm like. (laughs) Hakeem. I'm like, what is this? And the bad thing about when I was a kid, I used to love that shit. I thought that made me the coolest shit. I was like. But then you get older, you like, oh yeah, there's maybe something wrong like, with this. Maybe I shit. was just old enough. I'm watching. I'm like, this shit don't make. No- Why well, slick did what? Using the KFC, like, eating that box of chicken. Yeah, they, that's like, how they introduced him. That shit was fucking insane. Boy, chicken. I swear. That, like it's kind of like that's one thing about wrestling. They do tropes. They do the old, the old fashioned ones. Mm-hmm. Fucking it. You know they love chicken and and grape soda. Oh, damn. Yes. So that's why, and this is funny now. You think about how we started with Vince McMahon doing stuff like that, and then we see where we are now. You see, like something like Carmelo Hayes. Vince McMahon would never be able to book someone like Carmelo Hayes properly. No. No matter how much, no matter how many times he watched Chappelle show. No, he wouldn't. And um, and I am glad that things have changed. That's what I'm just glad for. I'm glad yes. that we in a new era. Do they? The funny thing is, I can, we can wrap up to my wrestlers, like yeah. how lucky they are that the people that are in charge know, like, are cool with black people. Yes. And cool with people of color. Especially, like, 
not even a triple H, especially Shawn Michaels. Yes, yes, especially him, because I it's just wild yeah, to yeah. think about in hindsight. Like you would not like no, it's funny, like you remember watching Shawn Michaels in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And I still can't believe the whole they tried to frame the Heart Foundation for being racist. <laughs> For halfway He's right, the yeah. you remember that they they put the n word up there, but they finished hey. it. I'm like, wait and a minute. Call like Shawn Michaels called Bret Hart the Grand Wizard. Yo. I don't know what's so damn funny about that, especially knowing how Bret Hart moves in real life. Yo, it's like Bret don't move that way, bro. Like Bret, I'll be thinking like maybe you. I would be thinking you you move, move that, that way. way before I think. But like I saw Bret Hart with salt and pepper. Like, come on now. It's like we that's it's just wild. We see who his wife is now. So we know how Brett Boo. Stop playing. And this is wild to think about that. And then now you see how Shawn Michaels moves now. Right. It's funny, like, and how they market like like people like color. Color. Like, cause it's it's I'm be honest with you, I don't know what would have happened before. But no, I think Triple H would have done fine. But I just think that if it was in Vince's hand, Trick and Mella would be like. Some goofy. No, they would be what we used to say. Me and she had a joke where we would see um uh what's the tag team name that's with Bobby Lashley? Shit. Damn, what's oh, that? Street Profits. Street Profits. And they basically came out there like the fucking cartoon crows to me and him. I don't know how nobody else fell. And it was like, all right, you know, oh, like and it was like down. you don't have oh, to do all that. Like, why are they doing this? I forgot all about that. I did. It's been, it's been so long since they stopped doing that. But yes, that used to be a thing. They used to come out there. Like, and as soon as Triple H came, you stopped seeing that shit. Uh-huh. And I I remember people because like the street profits was so awesome in NXT. Yes. And they went to WWE and they just start back like the Black Crows from Dumbo. And it was yeah, just I like, was... I know it's that. I told you. Like once you saw it, you couldn't see it. Couldn't see it. It's just like that was the problem where too many people who ran wrestling were old bigots. Mm-hmm. That's all they knew, and we lucked out where we had a generation where it's like, no, we're not doing it that way. Because it's like somebody Jay Cargill would have never thrived under Vince. Like you would look at her like, oh, freaking like a freaking nature, freaking nature. Like he would have known what, like he would have known she was special, but he would have had no idea. He would look at her like, you know, you a, a specimen. And CM Punk looking at her like my African queen, Jay Cargill. Look at this. I, I we we back together. I forgot all about that, bro. That um backstage, that um press conference thing. It's Yo, like, somebody, somebody dropped this, and I got two things. Somebody had dropped this on me. They were like, "Think about it this way." Cody left for whatever reason. Whatever, I guess we'll never know what happened there. But Cody left, right? Then you have Jade leave. Okay, that's another one. Then you got Punk. No matter how you try to slice it, Punk went to back to WWE. Something that nobody never thought would happen. Mm-hmm. And you fucking telling me that you don't think you think Ricky Starr's gonna stay there? No. They said it's gonna be at least two to three people next year, whoever contracts running out, that's gonna take that jump. And if you want to talk Pillman kid, he over there now. Like him or not, he over there. It's just like, and that doesn't look good on AEW. No matter how you slice it. For those three big acts to not just three big acts, it's like one, it's just funny, like one is the one of the founders that, yeah. that started it. Started it. One was um 
the you know the big transition like you remember SCM Punk sign it was like yeah. this whole AEW might be turning the corner might that, catch up the WWE I remember like that's their WWE biggest star damn yeah WWE was in the dirt because biggest star they will ever have for right now anyway so people forget how bad WWE was up until like twenty till like COVID 2018, 2019, WWE was in the damn dirt. That shit was horrible. And it was, and they had to, and it took time for them to get their feet back up until they picked it back up. But it was a time when people was kind of like, you know, I don't know who's looking kind of shaky over there in Stanford. <laughs> yeah, it well, it was listen. And it's like, you know, Ricky Rough. Starks was like, I know he started NW. It's like, we got a homegrown, like him and Jay Cargo was like, we got homegrown black stars. Yes. Yes, and yes, they yes. They just fumbled the ball with Jay, and they gonna fumble with Ricky Starks. And, and the whole thing go. is, so I I didn't notice he put on his Instagram, uh, "Thank you, Punk." Him and Punk shaking yeah, hands, and I was like, "Oh yeah, the writing on the wall." So I'm sure Cody told him, like, you know, just ride the contract. Whatever they ask you, just do it. Then do whatever you got to do because they homies. So they know. Trust me, he gonna he gonna get the he gonna get the WWE to find creatine. Start lifting them weights, fill out that shirt. Man, man, everything about Ricky Stark screams WWE. Yes, and uh, listen, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Punk looked like he aged backwards. Don't know how to fuck that. I guess a haircut. I don't know. Let's let's stress. Yeah, I guess. Let's let's stress. That's it's funny how that happens because you saw Ric Flair like Ric Flair aged naturally till he got back to WWF. And then he started wrestling, and he aged like ten years in a year. <laughs> yeah, when he first, you that's he your, first, yes, he yes, yes. And, and he looked like he still like Ric Flair, WCW Ric Flair. And then, like by the time Evolution started, he just looked like, like solid shit. Snake what and the, Metal Gear Solid Four. What the fuck happened to your ass? <laughs> he yeah, it's like that happened quick, fast. Like he like in like a year, like a year and a half. He just aged like oh, all that age he was holding back. That shit just caught up. It's like it's just funny how that just happened. Like sometimes you age slow and like same thing happened to Bret Hart because Bret Hart kind of aged naturally until mm-hmm. he came. Like you saw that picture when he first came back to WWF. Yeah. He still looked like you like older Bret Hart. He still like Bret Hart. And then it was like by the time you saw Bret Hart NXT, he looked old. Man, like <laughs> like shit. it just when it just happened, it just happened. You never know. But it's you talk about, yeah, CM Punk is bad. It's weird. And it's, weird, it's just man. a wild thing because it's like everybody they played. I was the funny thing is you gonna wrap up the story. When I was watching Survivor Series, I was tired, so I fell asleep during the last match. Mm-hmm. So I wake up right when Randy Orton just hit the RKO on JD, which was wild. Also, we gonna talk about Randy Orton like yeah, that man was he was yoked. I forgot he was out that damn long. <laughs> that man was putting them weights in. Yoked. He looked like he did reverse John Cena <laughs> like. He looked like the rock look when the rock came back. Like, I, I, I ain't see no bumps, so I'm just gonna say that may put in work. Uh, who cares what he put in? Yeah, it don't matter. He, he did super soda serum, God bless him. So I'm watching that, and then I'm seeing everybody's like, oh, they really gonna have this pay per view in Chicago with no CM Punk, and they got the credits playing on, and right before the screen starts to darken up, you hear that music, and I was like, I'll be damned. Yeah, when I say I was. I, I didn't have the words. I ain't. It was nothing I needed to text. Nothing I needed to tweet. I was just like, "Wow, they got everybody." Because I know we said it, but by that point, when the show over with, you like, well, maybe he not. Coming. Yeah, maybe he ain't coming, or maybe they maybe saving for Monday or whatever. I don't know. 
but um, played it on the raps to the fact where it's like I don't. I've heard the stories. I don't know who to believe this whole trip. Where it's like I, I'm taking over the aux cable. Get out! <laughs> Fuck out of here! Like he took over production. And nobody knew. Yeah. Yo, let me get the aux cable for what? <laughs> I don't know. That's the whole thing. I don't know how much is true, but the the funny thing is, it's just so wild. Where it's like I don't, trust me. I don't think that many people knew because nobody snitched. Right. And people yeah. snitch about everything, and it was like, oh, no more. You gonna be there? And he just pop up there. And it's like, the funny thing is people talking about Seth and it's like, you can believe what you want because there's enough history between them mm-hmm. where if you want to believe something, you can. That's perfect. And it's just, it's just like, you write about this. I don't think Michael Cole is holding back Seth Rollins. Yeah, I'm just like that. But quote unquote, Meltzer saying that that was, that's all being worked. And when he said last night, Seth, I'm kind of, okay. So they're going to milk this to WrestleMania. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't worried about that cancer. I'm worried about people. He, he basically the whole I'm a union man with perfect attendance. Pretty much. Which which fits because that fits his whole I don't care if I'm 100%. I'm just showing up. Seth Rollins is good on that hockey play stuff. You know what's funny? Uh, Moxie was doing the same thing in WWE. You saw how that turned out. I think I ain't take no days off. I'm here all the time. It's like, um, you know who don't say that stuff? Roman. That's why Roman look happy. And I think what's going to happen is the ammunition or the, the shot shot we're ready to hear punk gonna save him because i think this is gonna yeah. be a slow build to that's the whole to a they, match day one thing is they learn it's kind of like one no matter i bet triple h probably like cm punk more than cm punk like triple h i don't know because i think i think i think now they with time cool i'm yeah. talking about back in the day it was like you can tell like triple h ain't no dummy Think about it. This he, he knew, and I was like, people forget y'all. Y'all talking about Punk being held back? Like, no, he wasn't. They gave, they was giving Punk a whole lot of leeway and a whole lot of time. Like, I remember when he was on commentary. Like, they once he got past that ECW indie thing, and they was like, all right, that indie darn thing. Oh yeah, once he got established, then they treated him like he was a goddamn man. Yeah, he wanted. Which I'm sure he wanted, every, he wanted he yeah, wanted that he rock wanted. treatment. He wanted that Austin treatment. He wanted to be I'm I'm the head dude. Yeah, no knock like, on him. Right. I mean everybody yeah. wanted that, but in that space and time, positions had to be played. And I understand there was other things that happened, the injury and yeah, y'all, got y'all, y'all, all the other stuff. Y'all, y'all know the truth. People yeah. don't admit it. CM Punk has a fan base that has a limiter. It's kind of like the women and kids never rocked with him like the older, like the middle, like the men did. Mm-hmm. And that's going to hold you back because it's like, he well, had to deal with Jeff Hardy, John Cena, and Daniel Bryan. And you know what they got in common? That he don't kids and the women. People forget how, people forget Jeff Hardy Well, in his prom, how much people love Jeff Hardy. Let's not forget like, that in Chicago it played different. That's the I only mean, place Chicago, they played, the, yeah, that's the only place yeah, they played different. That's also, it's like, in Chicago, he got he got the city on lock, but it's like you don't. It can be can be like AEW. We always in Chicago. Yeah, that's the, that, and that's going to be very interesting to see because see, I'm always like, I want to see the nerds in WWE. Are they going? You know what I mean? Are they going to act like the AEW fans and well, you no know, start booing him or huh. is he I just going to be mixed reaction? I think it's going to be some fans that like him and some fans that don't because it's going to be some fans that see him. The way Seth Rollins does, it's gonna be some fans that see 
punk for who he is. And I think that's going to work. I think the difference is WWE has a support system. And also, they can they can play this long term. Yeah. Because one thing, I think Cody Rhodes, you're like, you know, it's the first time we had all these damn baby faces that's over. Man, God. That's who are you talking about? Thank you. a lot. Thank you. Like one of y'all, two of y'all might have turned heel just just because it's too many of y'all motherfuckers. No, it's like let it. It's it is advantages of having a deep roster. Oh, I know. I'm and just this the first, and it's the first time since the Attitude Era that they had like a roster baby faces this damn deep. And it's like the fact that you could probably name like eight to ten people that can main event any nights of WrestleMania. Any nights, a, a luxury, and, that, and that's not even counting the women. You know another like, thing too. You know, another thing where you don't, well, this would probably be a great thing for punk where we don't need you at every fucking house show. You know what I mean? You don't have to be at every house show. Do you have to do some of them? Yes. But we don't need you like we needed you 10 years ago because there's a different structure now. Book, the way they're talking about that, they do that too. Book him like Roman, feel like you treat Roman Reigns. Yeah. Because it's obvious at this point, and I think the AEW thing definitely helped is like, he's obvious at this whole. I'm a draw. I'm important status, and you cannot argue. Like you can argue how much, but you yeah, how much he's not. It's like, and they know that, and it's different. Where it's like, this is for Punk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like if it don't work here, he's done. And he probably know that too. So it's like, if you're gonna do it at your age and all that baggage, yes, you're either gonna play ball. And they're gonna play ball, you're gonna make a whole bunch of money, or it don't work. Because WWE would be fine if he if, if Oh yeah. I think he kind of know that now too. He kind of like know what well, this is it for me. Cause he's basically I mean, he just like you said all this stuff through years, right? About WWE. But now look at you. He WWE was sitting there like Thanos. <laughs> all that shit talking you would do it. Look what happened. What did they bring you back to? Me. I know people like talk about morals and ethics and stuff like that. I'm like wrestling's a bunch wrestling's involved at this basis is people lying to us about fighting. Thank you. Of course thank they you, lie. Like you. I know, like I now, 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 I don't want to say he was lying, but what I'm gonna say is he had a grievance, right? But the grievance to get escalated to oh, I'll pretty much I'll never go back there. Look, we seen too many wrestlers come back from Bruno to Brett. Like come on, stop. It's easy to have morals and principles when you can afford to have them. Ah. It's like, because you know who don't care about grievances? Mortgages don't. <laughs> Pretty much. Bills I, don't care. I, I know them shit's kicking his ass in Chicago. Yeah. You got a wife. Stop playing with me. Yeah, Bills don't care about that. It's like, everybody be talking about, oh, he, he talking about this whole blood money. Now he taking it to him. I'm like, y'all would do this. Y'all do the same thing every time y'all go to work. What's going to happen when he end up having to go to Saudi Arabia? He going to go there yeah. with a long sleeve shirt. It's clobbering time. <laughs> That's what you're going to do. Like, I don't know what y'all, I don't know what y'all yeah. expect him to do. Come on now. It's like. But I get what people, I think, you know what happened? I think the image that he drew out for people. Where he, you know, always, I know. They still. nonsense, but they believe. Right. They believed it. And now they can't let, well, a lot of people growing up and like, you know, I knew that was bullshit, but some, a lot of folks still can't. Well, he told me A, B, C, and D. It ain't the love of the game. He talking about money now. What's hey, that scene from that um, Force Unleashed game? We the Darth Vader. You told me you'll stay away. What do you say? <laughs> I lied. Yeah, people lie. Listen, listen. People change. They people change. That man lie. is forty in his forties. He has a wife. Money is a thing. I mean, he may have money, but he know he wants to make sure his nest egg is comfortable. So yeah, why not? I don't blame him. I we mean, all grow up. Me. We are listen. I, this whole thing is. 
I'm not paying his bills. Me either. So, but I just want if anybody younger that listens to this, I just want you to know that these men and res- women that you enjoy in the independence wrestling and stuff like that, and I know they talk all about that art. And I know they talk about, you know, wrestling is an art and I want to be able to paint my canvas. Eventually, just like fucking uh, Will Ospreay, the money going to come and you're going to think a lot differently and you get older and you have a family. And you know what I mean? You just have responsibilities that you didn't have when you were in your 20s. So, yes, the way you thought back then going to change. That's just now. That's just life. Things like that in life. Like the yeah. best time to have your dreams is when you're selfish enough to have your dream. Because it's just affecting you. Like Once other people are involved, you ask other people to sacrifice so you can get your dream. That takes a whole lot of effort. And it's inherently selfish. Like You can't be selfish forever. It's like... Yeah. Let's, 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 y'all see the way Daniel Bryan talking, right? Oh, I'm about to be done full time. Soon. You know why? Because Bree tired of him doing this, some of this goofy shit he been doing. Seriously. Some of that stuff Bryan don't need to do. He could just go out there and be Bryan Danielson and people will still love him. No, they want you to die. Right. <laughs> like, no, we don't have to do that. That was always my, not my gripe, but I grew out of it. Even me as a viewer, I grew out of that because I grew up and I started thinking about bills and injuries and, you know, life and just itself. And I'm like, no, you can't. Do, if you want to do that shit like you, maybe you can make a long career of that. Because, I mean, I guess Abdullah the Butcher did that shit for years doing that crazy yeah, shit. Yeah. It was a different time. And he had to do it in Japan. Go ahead. Fall on your sword. Yeah, I mean, that's what they, you know, that's all, that's how they want you to go out. Go out on your sword. And it's like, don't you, y'all out here making fun of the people who do that. Like, y'all make, a, y'all make fun of HBK. Look, his eyes go this way. Oh, my God. Why do you think that happened? Why do you think Shawn Michaels walks the way he walks? He didn't fall off a horse. Y'all got to stop. Y'all got to really stop. Like, all right, you want the eye thing. I, I get it. Y'all do that shit with Biggie. For some reason, y'all act like pictures of Biggie was never around before. But whatever. That's cute or whatever. But then when y'all start talking about him walking and stuff, y'all do know why that is. Because he was a type of performer that just went all out. No matter what anybody said, he went all out. For good or bad, he gave you entertainment. And for now, y'all to be clowning him is just kind of like... Yeah, how y'all y'all be clowning? Y'all be making fun of Kurt Angle, then be talking about oh we miss we miss Eddie Guerrero. Such nah, a shame. That shit don't work like that. Yo. Why nah. you think Eddie? Like, do you not see the disconnect? Not nah, anyone. They want the jokes. Jokes are more fun. It's like I forgot when Randy Orton like a year and a half. I didn't realize I was that damn. Long. He had double a double fused. Uh, yeah, neck. it's like the fact that he came. Like, what did come? Yeah, like, he had to he come was, back. He must really love it because, like, he he made plenty of money. And he come from a family that made money, and it's like he seemed like I'm. I got my kids. I'm chilling. I'm all right. It's Clearly, like he he's a back. he's a legacy star at this point, right? So he don't they don't need him every week, but he came back, and it's just like that love of the game. So, it's funny that like, that crowd was so damn loud for him. And oh it's yeah, like I noticed that post COVID. It's like, I don't know when y'all, maybe y'all didn't realize that Randy Orton became the OG. He became the undertaker mm-hmm. of WWE. It's Pretty like, much. I'm still here. I'm I'm basically, nobody else seen it gone, Batista gone, all the other old heads gone. I'm still here. I'm still, I'm still here. doing it. And they, the fans like, yeah, you right. It's <laughs> wild just seeing that because I remember a lot of people like, Randy Orton, you know, he was, they treat him like he was Randy Moss. Yeah, he was good, but he could have been the but, best if he tried. I'm like, yeah. he's still one of the best. Yeah, he still is. Yeah, so Even though I've never been a big fan of him, he's really good in the ring. 
you know, yes, creatine, creatine Bobby Eaton. <laughs> I like no, that. Though. I like that. I I picked up on that when you know this area used to ask wrestlers who you want to wrestle, and they all said Randy Orton. Yeah, say so he was smooth and in the like, ring. He's smooth. He don't make no mistakes. Everything is natural. It's like you know, what? they used to talk about Bobby Eaton like that. And you watch Randy Orton, like you say what you want about Randy Orton in the ring. It's like when he going, he don't make mistakes. It's like everything in like it's just a walking apart. You know exactly where you need to be. Like everything just look right. You know what happened? What happened was. Randy Orton got some like shit with him. Like early on, it was the things that he would do in the back, you know, to women and whatever that was. Uh, he was young. I'll say that. And hopefully he learned from all that shit. Then it was basically the thing he did with Kofi, you know, calling him stupid. So he got these little blots or spots. You want to call them where it's kind of like, oh, I don't know about him, how he be moving and shit. But other than that, in the ring, when it come to wrestling, I mean, he ain't gonna find too many people better. That's how it go. And I think you got to reach the point where you get appreciated like that. But I'm definitely curious to see how WWE goes. I'm curious to see what AEW, you know, I'm, I both need to thrive. Yes. Like yeah, competition awesome. is good for it. I ain't just, I'm not a tribal person. Yeah. But I mean, AEW, the best AEW thing, the best thing was for Will Ospreay for AEW was that he signed with them. Cause I mean, WWE would have got out. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it would have just been off. Like, d- WWE roster right now is insane. And I'm talking about from WWE to NXT. It's just insane. I don't even think they've been better. You can, I, I, I'll give a look. I'll, I'll the give last the last time it was this deep as talent wise was like right at the end of the attitude era when they got ECW and WCW. Well, I was going to say that ruthless aggression era. Yeah. It makes yeah. that era. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, era. Get, I'll like, give you that. But yeah, then I when I, like, when I add NXT to it, I'm just like, it ain't been better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. NXT tour is like overall time. You got to think about it. It was a time where it's like that you had all the tops. You had most of the top stars from WCW. All the people from ECW could still wrestle and all the WWE still like right that time. And yeah. then you start getting like Brock Lesnar yeah, yeah. and Cena Batiste like 2000. That that 2000, I want to say two, 2005. Yeah. Yeah, it's an argument. I I, I love to see somebody. But, it won't be but me. Now, to do it, but it's like now it's like Survivor Series. You didn't have you didn't have L.A. Knight or Roman Reigns. Neither one. It didn't even matter. Didn't matter. Like, and that's what they can do now. Oh, Punk, we don't need you for whatever pay per view. Insert whoever, and I'm just like, man, you got, all right, you got okay, you got Roman, Seth, Cody. Now Punk, Randy. You got, you got L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. And, and Sami Zayn. Sammy, Kevin Owens. And Jey Uso. Jey Uso. Like, that's nine right there. Nine. And I, you know, you want to, and it's like Gunter, like he about to get a promotion. Oh, yeah. He got next up for Big Boss. He got, like, he got next up and so do Drew. It's like, you forget about that. Oh, one funny thing we go, he brought up Cody Rhodes here all with this. I laughed my ass off when Shinsuke sprayed him. Man, that shit was funny as hell. Because <laughs> all that, now that post on someone, you know, you get all that, because I thought they were talking about punks, about, you get all that privilege and you get all that good treatment and I'm going to show you something. Now, everybody's wondering who he's talking about. People thought he was talking about CM Punk. All that shit make perfect sense for Cody Rhodes. It just fit. Now you know who it is. He's like, yeah, you talking about you going to hear to finish the story. Fuck all that. And, and sprayed him story. with the red mist. It's like, the best thing they did is like, 
Just have this man cut free tape promos in his native language. It's been the best move ever. That's all it took. And it's like, oh, basically what they had EO Sky doing when she was in NXT. Because that's what they used to, used to do. You used to talk all that trash talking about. She used to dig in Cancer Royale. Oh, Cancer Royale. I already beat that bitch once. <laughs> she want to keep taking these losses. That's fine. And it's just, I just love the fact that we can finish with damage control. Like, one, I love EO Sky and NXT because they basically book her like Akuma. Like, sometimes I fight heroes. Sometimes I fight villains. I don't care. Like, y'all can all catch these hands. Two, how deep is the women the women roster on SmackDown? Look at Damage Control is basically Dakota Kai four world champs. Mm. Four is like yeah. it's like you forget about that. Like Bailey, Asuka, Eo Sky, and Kyrie Sane all on the same team is insane. When right. you just think about that in hindsight, it's like they all on SmackDown. Y'all be going to how can Rhea Ripley ain't fighting about who's she gonna fight? I mean, most of the people on SmackDown, like those four, Bianca Belair and Charlotte, all on SmackDown. And they saving her, they saving her and Becky Lynch. So unless it's Liv Morgan, she ain't got no one to fight as it should be. Oh, that was a man. I'm like, see Randy Orton had that chance. Like, you know what? I know this ain't the time. You need to handle business with Rhea. She's talking this trash. <laughs> she, she dressed like Blade at Trinity. Then she can just talk Good all that Lord. stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Randy, like Randy from the Ruthless Aggression era. He used to handle, like, you he grew up that. Yeah. Y'all be talking about the Attitude era. It's like, oh, Randy used to put hands on women too. Oh, religiously. <laughs> you know, it wasn't just the whole, they didn't have to be big. Like, um, what's her face? Um, Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. That's Stacey Keebler. Then he he did ask Stephanie. (laughs) Oh, ask Stephanie. Yes, boy. Talking about consent. I'm like, that's still a wild storyline. That's, but yeah, it's wrestling is a good place. It's make me reconsider if I'm gonna go to WrestleMania or not. I don't, I don't know. I, I I was on the fence about not going, but the way WWE cooking right now is like, it's man, go get that ticket. I I guarantee you, Punk just sold more tickets. I'm sure they did. They have CM Punk, Jay Cargill, and Logan Paul in the same company. What do you think about that? Like, you forget Logan Paul is United States champion. Yeah, when, in WWE. I that forgot about is, that, and I only remember when they did a the little clip yesterday, uh, last night. I was like, oh shit, he is a champion. Just like that is the age we live in, where it's like. Up and down the roster, like you see the Creed, like you see, it's the same show got Randy Orton and the Creed brothers, like the past and the future. Listen, I'm just going to listen. Nothing's going to top last night for me just for hearing Punk say, I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make, I never thought, you know what I mean? I just never thought I would hear him openly say, like he's talking like Kevin Nash now. Yeah, Kevin Nash, like, that's right. He finally got it. <laughs> he was probably pointing at the screen like Leonardo DiCaprio once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, and speaking of Jay Cargill, you know, he caught that line Triple H said on the press conference, right? What is that? No, they said that's how, you know, Jay Cargill was on the screen. Now she's on the screen. What happened? Talking about, you know, when she come up, I wanted to be ready because she need to get that development time in. Oh, yeah, because I, yeah, I saw. Because, you know, it's like where she was before. They were slipping. Like, yeah. They like, were just. She, 
and that's the crazy shit what I think about too. I know you know Brian was working with her, but how, you know how much can he do? You no, know, seriously, how much can he do with her? Is like they were just trying to wing it with her. They really were just trying to wing it with her. And I'm not saying she hasn't been trained, but what I'm saying is I think WWE is a better atmosphere for her because they're not going to have her out there half-assing or just getting by. She's going to be prepared when she come out there. She's already like, she's already a fucking star. That's, we don't have to argue. Like, do everybody know that? But for her to have matches, let's have her be ready on our scale. Yes. And they, that's the whole thing is like, we know she's going to be the future. So we want her to present herself a certain way because we know she's going to be on the scrutiny. And guess what? We're not going to be sloppy with it. The best thing is they have the advantage of being patient because they know what they have with her. And she knows. Like, she, she, like, people ask about, oh, how come Jake? I'm like, one, as Cam pointed out, Jake Cargill is one of the most beautiful people that's ever been in wrestling. Mm -hmm. Two, no one looks like her. Nobody. You know how hard that is? And, and we got plenty of women that look like superheroes. Ain't nobody. And it's like, you got you stand out with a place that has Bianca Belair, Charlotte, and Tiffany Stratton. It's like, ain't nobody. Like, Jay Cargill looks like Storm. Like, she looks like a comic character. Like, somebody drew her with the pen. And she has charisma. And she athletic. Mm-hmm. It's like, and she want to, and it's like, and she know her worth. It's like, you ain't going to do her cheap, man. You ain't going to do her sloppy. It's like, she doing it because she want to do it. And they, they probably appreciate that. I'm like, like, yes, we got the future. Because it's like, Bianca Belair ain't going to be there forever. And, and one more time, I heard words on the street, somebody might be coming back. That's going to be cute. Cool. See, you know who? We'll speaking, of black, speaking of black women that don't, nobody else look like her that's gorgeous that can wrestle. Who you think? The one that's the one that's pretending to be a power crop girl in Japan right now. That one. Oh, <laughs> oh, but, yeah, yo, mm-hmm. yo, that's gonna shut shit down. Like it, like AEW. God bless. That's all I'm gonna say. God bless. God bless somebody, your women's division. Somebody save that half, and they, you know, Tony Kamal will pull out the memory card and start over. Might as well just just that's wrap up your women's bad. division and because you had your chance with all this happening. I'm not so sure Mercedes might not come back. She's going back. And then you might get a match out of her in AEW. Maybe a match. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? You should just go straight back to WWE? They, if, you know what? They had their chance. They should have threw the bag at her. Yeah, I feel they like. might have been this whole week and wait you know, before she got hurt. You should have jumped in now. Because guess what? The issue she had, I mean, she's not there anymore. That's the whole thing. That's why I think she's going to come back. And it's like, you think about that. Y'all be talking about, like, Jay Cargill, Sasha Banks. Come on down. Man. Tiffany Stratton, Sasha, like, all the women she can work with. It's like, that That woman's division is more stacked than it was when she left. And it was stacked back then. And now it's like, oh, you know, I ain't going to treat you like Vince. I We like, as you can tell, we like black women here. Oh, yeah. We don't play like, that so, shit. Because all she wanted to do was get treated with respect. That's all <laughs> she wanted. And they was all getting on her like, oh, she out here being difficult. And now it's like, no. yeah. If she go, I'm not saying done deal. I can see her easily going back. And hey, she go back. Yeah. Like I said, with Punk coming back, 
all that shit out the window now. Yeah. Come back and bring, yeah, come on back and bring Julia with you. Because who knows? Punk maybe could talk, hey, AJ, baby, you know, I'm going to get lonely out there. Come on back. <laughs> you, really, you really posted that Dick Tracy picture. That shit is hilarious. Man, that was 1990, bro. That shit look crazy. Because that's fucking Al Pacino. Never mind. Whatever. Um, That's just like a movie. Like, I tried to watch Reese because I was just like, it don't hit like I did when I was young. Al Pacino got nominated for an Oscar for that. Really? Yeah. That's just insane to me. Yes. All right, we gotta let you go. You got shit to yes. do. Um, yes, I go to work. <laughs> y'all to follow us on social media. You can follow me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter. You can follow Shahid at Philly underscore Drugs. And then next week we're doing Rush Hour too. We gonna keep the train going. Until then, y'all stay safe. Peace.